Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Let's hear it for the burrito! Come on, that's not fair, man. Oh, did your father look the fool? Retention, retention. Are you smoking those hillbilly cigarettes again? Ask your doctor if ball kick tricks is right for you. Oh, I don't like that! Go put your floppy hat on and enjoy your day! On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, Benny DDS. Welcome to the program. Episode 1000 of Never Not Funny. Yeah. Well, it, feel, it feels like there should be some pomp and circumstance behind this. <laughs> or at minimum, circumstance. <laughs> right? So there's so, shouldn't something be happening? Yeah, there's probably a pomp in this room, I imagine. Well, I know there's a pompous... And that's what you're getting at, and I just yes. uh, filled out the words for the people at home that didn't understand it. Uh-huh. Uh, I wore a jacket out of respect for our thousandth episode. You wore a classic I, I shirt. I wore a classic shirt. Uh-huh. I was actually going to break out the "You Need to Stop That," but uh, it's in storage, and I didn't want to. Also, it was it's going to smell. Musty. It's a Gildan, I believe. It's a gross, thick, yeah, yeah, yeah. not a, not a comfortable shirt. Uh, well, I appreciate you caring enough. I uh, appreciate you putting on your Freddy Krueger, <laughs> Karen, and uh, never Ellie, sleep again. Elliot's got a tr- uh, very uh, sharp-looking top on. Yes, can you guess? What what sponsor or semi-sponsor of the show? Oh, is that a Kennedy Todd? It is indeed. All right, so it's show related. So yeah. really, only one of us dropped the ball. <laughs> and that person, I got a. Uh, you got I, your I own got, website. I really on got, got nothing. I'm sorry. It's episode one thousand, Garrett. I was gonna wear that one you mentioned, but I was using it for another thing. We're doing which one? Yes. The. Uh, the helicopter. Yeah. You're using it, what, check your oil in the uh, next <laughs> car? Yeah. Because that, yeah. that shirt, st- I, mean, I like the design of it. I think the design's really cool, but the shirt itself, that that stinks. Mm-hmm. It's that. I do wear it now and then. What do you wear it to do? Stay warm in a, a tundra? Reenact. To what? Reenact. Oh, you do it. You give yourself the. Yeah, go out there in the corner, wow. put a little Spin- sign to a mattress store on it, and just go. It's <laughs> <laughs> fun. Look at that. His little trip to Michigan paid off. He came back in a good mood with some yeah. humor. <laughs> Not that sumi, uh, gloomy, sad sack shit he usually is dishing out to us. Uh, he also tells me he's got a very exciting uh, celebrity sighting that we'll get to at some point. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to address a couple of things before we move on. Congratulations. To a friend of the show, Kyle Anderson, and his wife, Nicole, they had a little baby. Oh, great. Over the weekend, a little Axel. Nice. The, uh, Axel Anderson. And he is gorgeous. Awesome. Just yeah. a, a sweet, good-looking little baby. Uh, and so I'm excited to meet that little guy and, uh, and question his name. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and, you know, uh, wait till he's old enough. And then, of course, say, your parents are kind of dumb for this, right? Do you think when uh, when he came out, uh, Kyle said, welcome to the jungle? <laughs> oh, I hope if he didn't, I'm disappointed. <laughs> We've got fun and games. Come on. Oh, my God. 
everything right. in your world. Or did he go, oh, sweet child of mine. <laughs> oh, that works too. Right? It all work. Yeah. Or it could have just been da 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 Oh, actual left Now listen, there's lots of options. And I'm guessing, by the way, even the the nurse with no sense of humor made these jokes. Look, a thousand episodes in, this is what we got for you. Listen, I thought it was strong showing. Very strong showing. I also like to thank Comedy Cake for uh, uh, put up an article today about uh, the thousandth episode. Oh, yeah, a couple of days early, but uh, we appreciate. Uh, I guess there's a little circumstance, a little comment, <laughs> a little, little P and C. But uh, I hope you didn't read the whole thing because it might have revealed some of the surprises I have planned. I should tell you this: I did not read any of it. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, what you have, now? You have surprises planned? You say? I do. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a guest today. Uh, we thought we'd just do a gang episode yeah. for the thousandth episode, but uh, but I, uh, yeah, I have a couple. I have my laptop here. We have some uh, some some messages that people sent. You got messages from yeah. people, and then some maybe some other surprises later on. All right, maybe a clown showing up. <laughs> we had a clown coming by. Yeah, yeah. Here's your Papa Circus dickhead. <laughs> Here's a clown from the local kids shop. Yeah. Yeah, God, I thought it'd be cool if Ronald McDonald came in and gave us all some... Uh, if Ronald shows up, I'm excited. If really? it's just generic clown, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'd, I'd be uncomfortable. Does there, uh, You know, I was watching that McMillions thing, and uh, they show, like, uh, you know, when people would win that Monopoly thing, Ronald McDonald would show up. They, they Did they retire him or the, the idea of a man having wearing that... Co- I feel like you don't see... Ronald McDonald in the flesh the way you used to. Now, let me ask you a question, though. When's the last time you saw a McDonald's commercial? Well, that's a good I question. Ha- I have seen some on YouTube. Yeah? They have something. That I but put. Ronald, to Matt's point, Ronald McDonald's not involved, in it, right? Yeah. It's about... Uh, if, if, if the it's la- like I'm the, loving it, ba 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 da, and, and like <laughs> and their coffee, like they, they're all they're yeah. trying to let yeah, you know they're not a clown yeah. shop anymore, right? right. But I, I would imagine that the Ronald McDonald House probably gets a visit or two from uh, from Old okay. Big Shoes. Well, that guy better show up every day. Yeah. If it's I'm his in, house. if I'm in there, man, I want to see the clown. Well, plus it's, it's it, it is his house. It's right there in the name. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. He's got it in the basement. You doubled down on that. <laughs> you didn't give us a you didn't give us a second to react the first time you said it. Nope. Yet you were you were unhappy with what you got. Yeah. Or Probably. you were just so excited about the concept, you just couldn't stop talking about it. I was it. very, I was very. I his house, guys. His house. Yeah. That was right, 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 right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, it's his house. It's his house. It's his house. It's his house. It's his full name, and they don't even have a middle initial, which proves that he doesn't have a middle name. Hmm. Huh? It's Ronald McDonald. Like they, it's. Well, we don't know that he doesn't have a middle name. Why? Why would it ever come up? I guess they always. I actually think his last name is Donald and his middle name is Mick, M I C K. Just a, oh, he's Mick, very there was a, a little bit of confusion at Ellis Island when he showed up. Yeah. They wrote it down wrong. He's been around a long time. Yeah. You know, Willard Scott was one of the first. We know. <laughs> was it? Wait, was he Ronald McDonald or was he Bozo? Oh, Willard Scott. Oh God. Willard Scott was Ronald McDonald. He was. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay, good. Are They're you all- looking up whether there is? Is did they retire the the living in the flesh? There I, were calls by uh, doctors and, and and stuff to retire him because he, they thought he promoted childhood obesity, but they refused to do it. But there's no other details that. I'd like to know the last time he was seen in public. And last time they talked like about this it was is a Richard Simmons situation. Richard Simmons or Miscavige? Yeah, David. Yeah, his uh, yeah Miscavige's wife. What's Shelley? Yeah. Uh, you think the three of them are hanging out? Maybe, right? Could stay in shape with Richard Simmons there, of course. So that defeats the uh, logic that he uh, and they all sort of peaked in the. I, mean, I don't know about Miss Cabbage, but this this is like the celebrities of a bygone era yeah. that we don't really care about anymore. I care a lot about Ronald McDonald. My next door neighbor claims that he was the the 
first option, like number one, he was a makeup artist. He's retired now, but he was a makeup artist. And he was the number one guy for doing the Ronald McDonald makeup. So I could ask him, like, what happened? He probably knows, like, what happened? Do they just not, no, not do it anymore? Yeah. Or do they just stop calling you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does that make you feel bad? Well, you said he's retired, in fairness. <laughs> it might have been because of, oh, the, I see. of the Ronald McDonald oh, situation. No. no, that's not okay, true. Supposedly... And in 2016, there's an article that says Ron McDonald's taking a break for the spotlight, taking a break from the spotlight for a while. McDonald's announced that with the clown sightings across the country recently, they think it's best if they keep Ronald's public appearances to a minimum. You remember that yeah, there was that whole clown oh, thing, people mm, scaring people on the at, mm-hmm. at intersections and just showing up at a picnic. People are awesome. Well, there's a whole. Doc- Did you watch Wrinkles the Clown? Oh, hit it. I watched the doc. I mean. I also mentioned McMillions. I was going to. He went to do it, then we got distracted. I will defend Elliot on this one. Off. Wait, wait, did we watch what? Wrinkles the Clown. Wrinkles? Wrinkles the Clown. It's on Hulu. It's a documentary. It's about... I I can't even give you details because I don't... Then don't. There's like stuff that... I don't kind of even shocking. even the title makes me not, it's like it's basically out, yeah. a clown that parents call to scare their kids. Who the fuck would do that? Yeah. That's that's all what I can. What kind of you. parent are you that you do that? Yikes. You know who would do that? Kyle Anderson. <laughs> that new sweet baby of his. Yeah. Here comes Wrinkles. Boo. Well, as soon as he found out his name is, is Axel, he's like, nope. He's, I ain't going to mess with Axel. You think he's out? No way. He doesn't mess with Axel. Axel's got, he's probably got baby chains. He's ready to go. <laughs> baby chains, that new rapper, is it not? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Uh, Axel has a middle name, and I want to make sure I get this right. Be, uh, uh, I assume it's F. Yeah, it's got to be Foley. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, I'm saying nope to this and also to you, too. <laughs> I'm fully oh, justified. No. Is it spelled A-X-E-L? Yes, sir. Okay, so like Axel Foley, yeah, not, not like not Axel like Rose. A, or Oh, that Axel Rose has no has no E, right? Yeah. It's A-X-L. A-X-L yeah. No, they wouldn't do that. I don't know if anyone else spells it that way, because I, I don't even think that's that guy's real name, right? Or is it? Oh, uh-huh. I don't know. I, I On the... On the the cusp of that, I'm doing research for Jimmy's Records and Tapes over the last few months. There are some names that are easy to find. Like if I had to look for for you know uh, Axel from Guns N' Roses, that would be easy. But there's some people who actually have really generic names. And if mm-hmm. it's a band from 20 years ago, yeah, it's there's 30 of you, and right. I, and you all look the same probably. And so it's, give us an example. Uh, oh, if you want. Uh, this is from the uh, very successful Jimmy's Records and Tapes. Yeah. Uh, well, I may need to Google the word successful. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, it's well liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Murphy. Who's Jeff. That? Murphy is a producer on a, on one of the you, you point him out in one of the recent episodes. Right. Um, there are a lot of Jeff Murphy. I can believe it. Yeah. Uh, Axel Leo Anderson. Axel Leo oh, nice. Anderson. I like it. And again, very uh, ALA. Very, uh, very uh, cute. Uh, there he is, man. I'll show him. I'll show you the little Axel. Uh, oh, Axel Rose is, was baby. born William talking. Bruce Rose Jr. <laughs> and he was raised as William Bruce Bailey. All right, so this is the thousandth. Starting with one thousand one, you're gonna look up and see if Jimmy's ready for your. I thought he was showing it to you. I didn't know you were doing commentary. He's gonna comment on the cute baby. We're gonna have a conversation about it. We're not just gonna look and go. Yeah, okay, I can cool. only I can only apologize. All right, well we accept it. I know you, maybe you're a little jet lagged as well. I am a little jet lagged. You were back in uh, Michigan. Yeah. Right. And you, cold. Is it cold there? Yeah. It was fifty when I left though. Well, so the entire time I was there, it was like 30 and oh, it's the worst. whatever. And, and 30, by the way, is not that cold. But when you live here, man, 30 yeah. is cold. Yeah. It's, uh, but you still found time to go to the motion pictures. I did. Right? You don't let that deter you? No. I took my brother to see The Lodge. You saw The Lodge. It's pretty good. All right. 
Then I watched... Did you see uh, Fantasy Island, Garen? I did not. I've heard it's awful. I, I enjoyed it. it. Really? I did. Then I'm going to go see it. I did enjoy it. I don't disagree with anybody that says it sucks. Wait. But you still enjoy it. Yeah. This is slightly crazy. Are you saying that there's a movie based on the TV show mm-hmm. Fantasy Island that's in theaters? Yes, and it's, it's a... a horror uh, movie. How it, have I not heard about this? It is... It's like um, something you would hear about. Because it's getting horrible reviews. Uh-huh. I think it's like 11%. I think it's really yeah. bad. Okay. And... Um, but you know what? If you go in, going, you know what I want? I liked Fantasy Island as a kid. I want to see a new, darker version of that. Mm-hmm. The way that it always should. Like, it was always dark, but you didn't yeah, know yeah. that as a kid. Right. Oh, uh, no, it creeped me out as a kid. Well, did it really? Yeah, it scared me. Everything scared me when I was that age. But... A, a poster of Eddie from Iron Maiden <laughs> scared me. <laughs> yeah, but like, because like the Hulk TV show also scared It was the same kind of thing. Oh, there was yeah. a foreboding uh, tone to it that I did not like. And it, yeah, but uh, okay, who's in it? Uh, oh, who's that Hispanic guy? Apologize, I don't know his name. Uh, Diego. Is he an Ant Man? Yeah, he's an Ant Man. He's an Ant Man. <coughs> oh, he's uh, great. Usually, oh, no, I mean usually, but he's good in this. What's yeah. this? Lucy Hale is in this. Don't she's really one of these this. nondescript, pretty young girls. <laughs> you know, it could have been anybody else. Yeah, but who who is who is uh, Michael Pena? Michael Pena. Who's the who's the lead? Who's uh, Mr. Mr. Rourke? Mr. Rourke is yeah. Michael Pena. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And who who plays Maggie her? Q's in it too? If you know who that is. Maggie Q is in there, who's a very, very beautiful woman. Who plays Tattoo? Um, I cannot uh, disclose that. Oh, it's a surprise? Oh. Uh, is it you? <laughs> I'd like you to see the movie. <laughs> I like you. That would be quite a surprise. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd like you to take a look at Oh my God, Jimmy's in this? Yeah. Okay. So they like, they were like, we're not going to go with a little person, but we are going someone on the shorter side. Yeah. We're just, we're making it a little less extreme. Yeah. They did. Uh, Dinklage was busy. So they went, well, <laughs> right. our, our wonder guys. Dinklage out. already did the Hervé Villachez story. So he's like, I don't need to do another one right. of those things. I already played the real man. Yeah. Uh, I, I thank you to watch the movie. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. No, you shouldn't. Uh, Garen, you should. I will go see it. Based uh, specifically on that. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Like, as I say, I enjoyed it. Well, my expectations are low now, so I'll probably end up liking it. I went just to kill some time mm-hmm. uh, as I was waiting to pick up. In fact, I had to miss the final seven minutes because I had to leave because for some reason there was 27 minutes of previews Did instead of the usual AMC? 22. That was a Cinemark. Oh. Which is usually a tight 22. Interesting. This was 27. Hmm. And then that push, it was like, shit, I got to go. So I missed the last seven, but I uh, did a what I call a Google search. And it told me everything that I needed to know for that last seven minutes. Wow. That and would drive me nuts for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is I miss my own cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. Yeah. I yeah. should have I really should have had them plan that better. We were just going to an earlier showing mm-hmm. or a later showing. Really any showing but the one I went to. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not. I guess you don't want to spoil it to the listener, but I'm not going to see it. So I feel like you just privately at least just tell me the what the deal is with that too like did they digitally reproduce her village i am not going to tell you on the air oh I, again i would thank you to see the movie did they is it stunty is it a celebrity i'm i i'll just say i get uh, some commission for every person that goes to see this movie <laughs> i uh this is like a, it's like one of those amazon codes <laughs> like someone uses it yeah like if anyone sees it and says pardo when they buy their ticket yeah then you get this five is like cents. Uh, it's like uh, go to harrys.com slash never not funny <laughs> right. use promo code pardo go to fantasyisland.com slash jimmy pardo yeah. uh, and i get a i get a little kickback oh great yeah uh, so i thank you to go see that movie in the theaters while it's still there don't wait for dvd that doesn't help me at all <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some actual uh, cash here. Uh, you guys want to hear a voicemail? Okay. <laughs> what, uh, you him? Well, I, I don't know when to start doing this. Well, I don't know what you got. What do you do? What do you have? I got a lot of stuff to do. Because we have mail too. I know. We got a lot of stuff to do and uh, right. only two and maybe two and a half hours to do it. So. Uh, oh my gosh. No, I don't know how long this episode's going to be. It'll probably be long though. We'll see. All right. What do you got there? Here's a message. 
Never Not Funny. Happy 1,000th episode. Who's this? It's so exciting. This is Danielle Koenig. Oh, it's my wife. Oh, didn't recognize um, my wife's voice. Very exciting, you guys. I kind of feel like one of those people who on Facebook wishes their spouse a happy birthday when they <laughs> turn to the left and say that to their face. But since I don't see Elliot, Matt, and Garen all that often, congratulations to you three as well as Jimmy. Very exciting. Yay! <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, what a nice message. I was going to guess Lauren Ash up until the point she said it's Danielle. I, I did not recognize my own wife's voice. Voices are hard to recognize over the phone, guys. Especially uh, in voicemails. Yeah. That was, uh, I will tell you that my wife made me laugh very hard on uh, Valentine's Day. We were in the car and she turned to me and she said, I'm sorry I didn't tell you happy Valentine's Day on Facebook today. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, it, it just hit me so perfectly um, because I had just seen somebody just really overdo it man mm-hmm. on facebook and you know I, i'm all for happy birthday you know, if you need to but at the same time it's so performative it's, it's just, so performative by the way that's a word we didn't even use until facebook came along i didn't I, no one ever used to say yo that's so performative of you i never heard it until you just said it yeah oh i just feel like it's one of those words that's in the in the culture now because it's so common that people are doing that and not just not just that version of it but there's also you know uh, performative outrage and uh, all that stuff Uh, well to to your point which i'm saying way too often lately but uh, it's like when i ran the marathons you know the thing for facebook is you're supposed to share with your cousins and stuff that you never see hey this is what i'm up to yet when i posted i did a marathon i felt like look at this asshole bragging (laughs) right like there's no way it's an inherently broken idea the the social media can we get rid of it yeah even though we need it for this (laughs) we do um i will tell you this speaking of marathons i am not doing the marathon this year Mm -hmm. um and i made that decision yesterday Okay. I uh, have been in training and I ran 13. I did the half mile yesterday mm-hmm. and uh, my uh, my leg is just my Achilles says you, you're you can't do this. Oh, you can't. I was at the 12 mile mark, which means I'm one mile away from my house. And uh, I, I we're very free here. I literally was crying. Jesus. And was like, I just, I just want to be home. Oh my god! And running hurt. Yeah. And walking would have taken too long. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I, Jesus. Just, I was caught in this. I just want to be That's home. Awful. And it, it was at the eleven mile mark that I went. Yeah, I'm not running that marathon. Like mm-hmm. my, uh, the first eight were. I was like, this is great. Wow. I can't wait to do the marathon. I'm set to go. What have you been doing before that? What, 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 Building up. So you had done eight miles and you'd done. I've done miles. eight miles several times, me and Eminem. Yep, sure. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you, you were, you were going to lose yourself to that. I assume that's a song. Lose Yourself? Yeah, I'm kidding. Was, that's the one that you <laughs> said on the, sang on the show. You know, it? you saw the Oscars. I saw the Oscars and I saw the movie. Yeah, so that you know. Beautiful Brittany Murphy, who we lost too soon, and I say that non-ironically. It's true. I just watched Clueless uh, recently. And, uh, boy, she was beautiful and she talented. Great, yeah. I saw her once at the... Uh, uh, Sunset Five movie theater, and uh, she was with her older weirdo husband, I think, at the time. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I turned to Danielle and I said, "I, I, I may have to leave you. <laughs> I think I had a chance. I really do." But then you had to fight. Then you would have had to fight the old man. Yeah, done. <laughs> Did he done. die too? Did he also die of old age? No, I feel like someone, her, and someone else died. Like together, right, right next to each other, like right mm. in the same. Was it him? You're thinking of Romeo and Juliet. You think of you know what? You're right. I apologize. I'm thinking of the movie I watched this, like, right after I heard the news. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, to you, to you, answer your question, Matt. I was building up to it. 
doing five miles and then doing seven miles mm-hmm. and then doing eight miles and then i was up to i was doing nine mm-hmm. and then this was the one where it's like you make the jump right and then the jump jump killed you killed me but mm, uh sorry so enjoy my money la marathon oh you paid and everything oh we that's paid nice. advance, yeah when when is it next week next uh oh jesus march 8th oh wow yep he died like just right after she did in the same house he did right yeah Whoa. weird yeah it was really strange. i don't remember that part. how much older than he, uh, he than was, her was he he was 40 when he died Oh, he wasn't old. I thought you meant he was like 70. I didn't know but, anything about that. But she was like 21 or something. Yeah. Right? She wasn't was 32 it? when she died. Oh. So, oh, you know yeah. what? Eight years. Yeah, that's fucking craziness. That's a, that's a huge gap, you guys. <laughs> you and Danielle are... About seven years. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is this. We're not talking about numbers here. He are, definitely he, looks... He looked like an older guy, right? Like an older dude. Mm-hmm. He doesn't... By the way... It was when, a hard 40. When I saw him at the movie theater, I would never have gone... That guy's 40. I would have said, who, mm-hmm. why, why is Brittany Murphy here with her grandfather? Like, he Yikes. looks. Wow. Okay. Maybe not grandfather, her father. Yeah. He certainly looked older. Than, what year did, did he die, Garen? Uh, 2009? All right, how oh, old? no, 2010, because it was, it was like a month after her. All right, so if 2010, how old would I have been? Uh, 66, 76, 86, 96, 40. 06. 44. 44. So he looked older than me. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So... Uh, so so there you go. <laughs> I guess, so, anyway, I guess anyway. so. The point is, you could have won her away from him. Very, that, I think I could by seniority. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Spanish gets involved. I mean, this is kind of a blurry picture, but he's yeah, he's got a baby face there. That's a horrible picture. That doesn't help my cause at all, Gary. Yeah. Oh no, no, he doesn't look young. No, I mean, he doesn't. He, look doesn't, old. Does not he doesn't look, look old to me. He doesn't look old. He looks forty-four. You get up close to this picture. It's uh, okay. He's, he looks old. No, are you? Are old? you saying that's a, he's a Monet? That's from Clueless. <laughs> yeah. Boy, oh boy. Uh, I'm more concerned that Garen Cockrell's hair may be running for president. <laughs> Are you borrowing Pete Buttigieg's hair? It's it's growing out too fast. I, I like it. Get a, I don't want to spend $20 just to get it. It makes you look uh, thinner. Men do it. You got clippers? Sure. We'll clip it up. I had a bad experience cutting an intern's hair, so I don't know. <laughs> that, we, 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 that went fine. You, you don't know how that felt. You don't know what it felt like. I know what it felt like. It was good uh, Good podcasting. Ugh. Pioneers. Disgusting. They call us... Pi- hang on, I got to take this. I got to take uh, this. In fact, Matt, oh. uh, hang on. You uh, just throw a commercial. Okay. Hey, no. Uh, talk about the, uh, the, the... The new website? The new website. Oh, okay. Uh, the new website is up. You can sign up for the uh, Never Not Funny Platinum. Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> I'm trying to do something here. Sign up for Never Not Funny Platinum right now at nevernotfunny.com. Uh, there's three levels, $5, $10, and $20 a month. Uh, all the uh, all the stuff you get for each level is right there on the website. So uh, sign up today. And if you already have an account on our old site, uh, you just have to change your password when you log in the first time. And then you're all set. Enjoy. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling but we got what we got a hat, shirts, we got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us, That's and true. I uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. 
I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earning. Earnin. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let's let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're... <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 1000. Pump them circumstance. Uh, Matt, I saw your hand was on the lever. Uh, yeah, the lever. Are there the more lever. of these? Is that what you're yeah, suggesting? Yeah, yeah, here's another one. All right. Hey, Jimmy, Matt, and everybody else. It is Jesse Thorne, oh. your old friend. And I just wanted to wish you congratulations on a thousand incredible episodes of one of my favorite podcasts of all time. It's a joy every time I listen, and I've been listening since episode one, and it's a joy every time I get to see you guys. Congratulations. I am proud of you. Not like patronizing proud. Like, (laughs) I'm glad. You're great. Anyway. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Very nice. Jesse Thorne, who was... One of our first, uh, very first supporters. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was very, very, uh, I remember when we talked about numbers at one point, and we, at that time we only had 500 listeners, and I said, uh, well, you know, we're small and growing. We've only got 500 uh, listeners. <clears throat> he goes, that's great. Mm-hmm. And that tells you now when people like Conan O'Brien get a million downloads, <laughs> that there's a, there was a time where 500 listeners was considered a good thing. Yep. Uh, now, 500 is in my fucking rear view, man. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of favorite podcasts, I, I want to say this very quickly. I was just, I uh, had a doctor appointment this morning, as uh, we all know, and uh, I got into the valley a little bit sooner, so I stopped at Carney's to have a hot dog for lunch. Yeah. And as I sat down at the table, a guy looked at me and then held up his phone, and he was listening to Never Not Funny. Oh, wow. The Tournament of Sevens. Uh, oh, my God. So I say hello to Ed. Nice. So Ed, he goes, he, like he's eating, and he looks up. He lifts up his phone and he's listening. He goes, "I'm right now." That's crazy. And I go and I went. Uh, I gave him a little wave. And he goes, oh, "Tournament of Sevens." I'm like, "Oh, that's the most." Free. He's yeah. a he's even a players, a players club guy. Club. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, wow. it was very very nice. Just went up last night, so that's he's on it. Yeah. So he uh, and then he and he also asked about the new website. Uh, you know, is it going live? And I said, mm-hmm. uh, uh, "That is not my." Uh, jurisdiction <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that it goes up live mm-hmm. um and uh, that would have uh, by the time people hear this of course it's live and active mm-hmm. uh, but at that time at lunch it still was uh, to me i did not know what was happening right i was kept in the dark about this nobody's told me about this new website until right now well it's, i heard uh, about it from ed over a hot dog <laughs> that's embarrassing for you well i'm sure you guys talked about it in my presence but uh, <laughs> but, I'm, but i'm like trump i don't uh i don't uh, you know i zone out after a minute or two yeah um, uh, you know what I did over the weekend? I can tell you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, our doorknob broke. What? Uh, our doorknob. Uh, outdo- our outer doorknob broke. For your front door? Uh, so I uh, went to Home Depot and bought a new doorknob and put it on. And as I always say, whenever I do something handy, you would have thought I built a house. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that actually, I, I, I've messed around with those, and it is not easy. Like, the, the inner mechanism, the, you know, all that shit. You got to get, you got to line it up all properly. Yeah, it's true. It's, I'm impressed. Well, I, I did have young Oliver help me, because no, uh, he had to hold one side of it while I did try to get it in that little, mm-hmm. you know, puzzle piece, almost like a escape room sort of thing. Right. <laughs> you got to get it in there, and then you got to tighten those screws up. But, uh, but it all worked out? Oh, it opens and closes. Does it, does it, <laughs> turns left, turns right. Does that mean you need new keys? Like no, this was uh, just, just a doorknob. So you have a deadbolt. That is correct. All right, and uh, I want to know all the details so I can break in whenever I want to. Uh, well, you can't. It's that outer security door. Okay. That, oh, oh, yeah, I got it. That has the deadbolt. Yes. And uh, then it's got then the interior door, which has the two locks. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I've got the ring, and I've got, of course, the alarm company. But if you saw me on your ring, you'd be like, "Oh, uh, it's just Matt. No big deal." Yeah. Next thing you know, then I, then I look at the ring again. It's you carrying stuff out. How's <laughs> Matt doing? What's Matt doing? My television. It was like a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a long con, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> very long. And what do you? What do you want from my house? A signed Allison Moyet <laughs> album cover? There's a very nice chair. I know that you have in there. Yeah, you know what? That chair's. Uh, Is it going? Do you want it back? No, I mean, I part of me does, but I, I don't have the space for it. Here's the thing: over the years of your use. And now our use, yeah. uh, it it has no support anymore. It is so it um, needs to be resprung. Hmm. I understand. Sure, or. I could just put it down on this curb. <laughs> well, it's it's still it's still a vintage thing. You probably get somebody to to buy it and refurb it, not for you to use, but right. I mean, it has a value. Yeah, uh, Danielle thinks it's hurting her back, and I don't disagree with it. Right. I also think it has something to do with me when I throw oranges at her back every day. <laughs> I mean, you hear her voice. You want to live with it? <laughs> wow, I'm just I'm still thinking about uh, the idea of getting a chair resprung. I like that idea. Getting a resprung chair. Sprung. Yeah. But what's what's that cost to get a chair resprung? I don't know, but my my dad did it before it got that that current upholstery. Your dad resprung this so chair this, already. This chair's already been resprung. But yeah. can't, you can't respring it a second. It needs a third oh. springing. It's this is a quality chair. It can be resprung. It, several first of times. all, it's a beautiful chair. I love yeah. the chair. But I think it's uh, 
I think it's time for us to retire. It's it's, it's old school ergonomics. I I have no doubt that that even properly resprung, it could still cause back pain for certain yeah. people. It is old school ergonomics. <laughs> By the way, that's my favorite podcast. They're not at a thousand yet, but they do really good work. By old the way, school ergonomics. If it wasn't so wordy, I would call my fantasy baseball team that because because that is the, the old, school per, old school ergonomics. I was going to ask if that should go on the list. It should be on the list. But out there, just in case, uh, maybe a fan wants to use it. There you go. Somebody the Never Not Funny League, which is uh, oh. all locked up tight. We got a new father. Uh, no, Kyle's no longer in the Never Not Funny League. Kyle's oh. out. Kyle's uh, he's got too much to do. Yeah, he's he got fl- a- flopped over to another league. <gasps> uh, so, what? That's unheard of. Well, one league had one guy too many. One league had one uh, guy too short. And so I, I was going to invite Kyle into my longtime league anyway for years. Oh, so he just went to a different league you're already yeah. also in. If oh, we, I see. For years, if we had an opening, Kyle was going to be our guy. Mm-hmm. We never had an opening. Mm-hmm. And then the Never Not Funny League started. Mm-hmm. And then we had the opening in this league. And I said, hey, would you want to do this? And he's like, yeah, yeah of course. I don't care. He doesn't care. So he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so anyway, so people are calling in, uh, leaving messages. Is that, is that what happened? Yeah, the, yeah, I've got a bunch more. All right, play another one. Uh, Let's see if this one, this one. So far, we've heard from my wife and Jesse Thorne. Mm-hmm. I listen, like I, I kind of. I'm interested to see who you contacted. Uh-huh. I'm interested, more interested to see who you contacted and didn't call. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. Um, I'm just, I'm just. This one might be. I, I spot check some of that. I didn't listen to all of them, all like all the way through because I, I kind of want to be surprised too. But okay. This one, the qual- the sound quality might be a little weird. So let's just all right. see what we can. Hey, uh, it's uh, Todd Levin. I'm calling to uh, congratulate you guys on your thousand episode um sorry if it's kind of loud it's hard to hear me but i'm at a concert right now um it's a little crazy in here um anyway i just want to say i love doing the podcast and i'm always grateful to be asked on and uh and not just because it's the only podcast that asked me um I, i genuinely love you guys and i'm proud of all of you and uh I hope you get a thousand more. And again, I'm really, really sorry about the noise, but I, I, I just, I cannot step outside uh, concert during the song. This is a big one. Wow, it sounds just like the... He's at a, he's at a taco show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe Taco died, so this would be a taco cover band. They're great. Did, did, did Todd forget to turn off his phone? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, didn't my, even... uh, I'm sorry. Didn't no, no. Okay. My, my concern is that uh, that's the song. If you're at a taco show, be it a cover band or not, that's the song you're waiting for. Why, yeah. why would you go? You know, I better make that call. <laughs> so that's on Todd. He wanted to make the call. He had to make the call, but he also could not uh, get away from that. Couldn't but, get away. Yeah. So I can't look that up. Did Taco die or was it just Falco that died? Is it another one word? Falco definitely died. Something There's no question Falco, Falco died. Is Taco the man or the band? I believe the gentleman's name. They believe he goes by Taco. They went by Taco. He went by Taco. Yeah. Is he related to Paco from that? Uh, oh, ever <laughs> from Busy Town. Taco Okers. Does that sound right? Uh, Okersy. He is still alive. Oh, great. well, then I guess Todd's seeing the real deal. Yeah. Uh, oh, how well. dare you question the I show? Apologize. That he apologize. Of course, Todd. you think he would. You think he would? He wouldn't he would have stepped out of the room if it was just a cover band? Not during that song. I still maintain. If you go see a cover band, a Taco yeah. cover band, you're sticking around to see that song. Yeah. Sticking around. Um, what did you just ask me about uh, Paco? But what's his yes. real name? It's Huckle, right? Uh, Huckle. It sounds like Paco. Yeah, you're right. And Paco. I was saying that to uh, my sons. I literally saw it go through him growing up. 
thinking it was uh, funny and then on his nerves. <laughs> it went a very special time in a boy's went, life. Uh, and he gets w- sick of his dad's shit. Yeah. It's a good, good way of measuring your relationship with your son, though. You give a consistent thing to go all the way through. Other people take photographs, but you've decided to make a, make jokes at your son. <clears throat> Had to happen at least once. We got, we got, another, we got another call or something? <laughs> Uh, not right now. Hey, Jimmy, I'm here. Oh, hey, everybody. It's, it's me, Mad Dog. Oh, Mad Dog's here. Mad Dog's stopping by. One, uh, happy 1,000, you guys. <laughs> I was just out in the hallway there. I heard uh, something about taco, and I like tacos and burritos. Uh, no, so, we're, we're talking about happening? the singer taco. Oh, I say I like all sorts of music, mariachi, that sort of thing. Yeah, do you remember putting on the Ritz? I sure do. You put on the Ritz, you got the... Well, hang on now. It sounds oh. like I'm getting interrupted. I'm getting a phone call. All right, I'll uh, let you go then. Bye, Mad Dog. All right, good evening. Happy, th- happy 1,000. Uh, uh, hello? Hi, is this Jimmy Pardo? Yes, who's this? Hi, this is Rich Summer. <laughs> hey, Rich, how are you? I'm very well, how are you? Good. Happy uh, 1,000th one, 1, episode. Now, this is, inter- now, this is interesting here. <laughs> I, uh, Matt just played us a, uh, uh, a, a message from people. Uh, so I, I was under the impression maybe that people are leaving voicemails. Was Rich calling in to leave a voicemail? Anyway, so I just, I'm sorry I had to leave a voicemail. And, uh, Rich. I had to check it in time to have it on the show. I hope everything's great. Now, it's really me. Rich, now, Rich are you call, where are you calling us from? Studio City, California? I am calling from Studio City, California. Actually, Jimmy, uh, it's interesting. I'm glad you picked up. I've been hoping to get a hold of you. What's going uh, on, Rich? I'm actually, I'm actually calling you from uh, the news desk. Okay. Oh. Uh, I've got a... Uh, I've got some important information for you. I'm not sure. Have you heard? Uh, have you heard about this presidential race? The the uh, the uh, Democratic uh, uh, primaries and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess there's that too. I was just talking about the the, the whole race. Okay, so the election in November. Yeah, the election in November. I mean, well, here's what we've got so far. <laughs> okay, um, what do you got? Donald What's happening Trump. so far? Yep. Donald Trump has been president now going on, I mean, geez, almost almost four years at this point. And he is going to be running to maintain his presidency. I see. So he's hoping he's hoping to stay uh, president. And then some other uh, folks are going to come and try. And I guess uh, this and this is not entirely clear yet uh, on our end. But I guess some other people are going to come and try and. And make it so he's not. I see. Yeah. Uh, still the president. Oh, you mean they're going to impeach him? Is that what you mean? No, 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 uh, no, no. I heard no. something about impeachment. Uh, I think Matt's right. I think it's impeachment. I thought I heard someone say that there was that they were maybe going to impeach him. I don't. I have that. We can't confirm that on our end. <laughs> okay. But, um, what What I'm getting is that, and this happens from what I understand, every four years. Okay. They try and and change. President. Some people do, and some people try and keep the president. And, so, now, uh, now, Rich, this is a, Rich, as you're yeah. as, as you're uh, reporting, uh, proven that sometimes they do get this second term. You're speaking of. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's it turns out that historically, um, actually, more often than not, they do get that second term. Uh-huh. Uh, although just just a few years ago, uh, there was a, a guy who ran um, who didn't get it um, back. George Bush, the first time that George. Bush was president, he did, he only did four years, and then he came back and did the other eight. Okay, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Uh, to me. And who was the guy that did the other fellow that did something like that? Was that one of the Roosevelts? 
Did somebody have a split term? That's right. Well, Garf. There was a Roosevelt who was in there a super long time. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I, I, I'm not a historian, Richard. Uh, you're the newsman. I'm just a guy that, that <laughs> talks about my genitals for a living. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> you're welcome. And now, uh, Richie, you see a strong front runner uh, of these opposing people that you're speaking of? Well, there are a lot of them, um, and a lot of them keep you know keep on trying. I, I think the front, the most front of runners right now is, is probably Donald Trump. Uh, but then there are going to be these others. I see. Who are going to try and take him out? I, I think you know uh, any number of them uh, could have a shot. It, it really depends. This is where it comes into the people's hands. Uh, people go and they vote, and mm-hmm. they vote for who they would rather have as president, whether they want to keep the, the the now president or get a new one. And I guess whatever name they write down the most, that's the one that'll that'll do it. So it's a, it's a written ballot of some sort. You're saying? Uh, generally, although they've tried computers, and from what I understand, uh, that is the future. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, yeah. that's not interesting. I've been told that children are the future. Is that, is that? Did you see any of that in your research? Again, I'm looking. I don't have that here. We can't confirm that yet, but. I'll do a little additional. Uh, I mean, you may have to, maybe you have to be a certain age to be president. So that might are not be the future. Oh, I got you, it written down. You I don't want a kid running the country. Yeah, that would be bad. There was that movie first kid. It didn't work out. It would probably be better than no. what's happening right now. Did you see now, Dave? <laughs> I did see Dave with that Kevin Klein from that fish called Wanda movie. Yeah, so sometimes someone's twin brother could be president, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And are you so saying... It's, it's a very crazy... It's a crazy uh, system. Do you think that would have happened if... The, who's that fellow from the uh, tech... The Julian Castro. Castro, yeah. Now, he's brother. got a twin brother. Mm-hmm. Do you think oh, they, you think they would have right. played some games? Oh, that probably hurt him. I would, I, I would have hoped so. I would hope he'd come out one minute with a beard, and then a couple <laughs> minutes later, he wouldn't have a beard, and right. people would be like, oh, he's shaved, but then he'd come out with the beard again. <laughs> And it would it would set everybody uh, just talking about like beards or his beard. It'd be great. <laughs> Rich, now again, you're the journalist. I'm not. Do you think the fact that he has a twin brother that's why he dropped out? Is split, he split the vote? You think people voted well, for I he and his brother? He 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 wanted to hang out uh, more with his brother. They didn't have. They weren't always together as kids. Do oh, you know I, this whole thing? No, I don't. Well, so they went to uh, the same school, but they were in different classes. And so then they they wanted to spend. This is what I understand. I don't have it all in right in front of me. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of this is from memory, but, but they wanted to spend more time together. So uh, the one that was trying to be president just said, "I'm gonna. I need to be with my brother. Uh, this sometimes family is more important. Okay. There was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like you got the the the, the basis of the story here. That's a bit of a, a scoop. Good sentence? I, I I don't know if that's been reported yet that uh, Julian Castro dropped out because he wanted to spend more time with his twin brother. I, listen, we 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 used to go to this guy for the Malaysian airline yeah. news, and now he's giving us the Castro news. And, and he broke that. I mean, that case was solved by Rich Summer. I don't know. Right. If people probably might even not remember anymore that no one could find the yeah. airplane, and then Rich was the one who found it right. and just said, "Hey, it's over there, guys." And then no one talked about it anymore because it was like, "Oh, it's okay." It we went found away. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, well, yeah. Once you solve a case, you you move on to another one, and that's that's where that's what brings us to this one uh, now. Uh, all right. Well, Rich, all I can do is thank you for calling. Absolutely. Hey. Hey. Th- thank you for having me. Thanks for letting me keep people posted on this whole thing, and I and I hope to kind of keep you informed as the uh, election goes on. And and again, congratulations to you guys on a thousand episodes. It's uh, insane and ridiculous. Well, Rich, we'll have to find a time to get you right here in studio. Do you go more into details on this hot story? 
And I, I'll I, take you up on it, my friend. And please do dig in more on that uh, Castro situation because I, I want to know. The I'm on. I got that. I got that written down, and then the thing about the uh, the children's the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll I'll thank look you. on both of those. All right, so a couple good things. Rich, thank you for calling. Absolutely. Bye, Rich. Later. Bye, bye, Rich Summer. A Malaysian plane disappeared without a trace. <laughs> we know what you're thinking. What a bummer. But the good news is we got a guy on the case. Now let's check in with never not funny missing plane correspondent Rich Summer. Haven't had to use that in a while. No, we haven't. Good I mean, to hear it again, though. I feel like maybe it's it's time to do an update because he's expanded his uh, his purview. Well, listen, he yeah. proved himself with that plane story. Oh, now, yeah. uh, the, the, obviously, the uh, head of news has given us more uh, stories much, to cover. Much like Wolf Blitzer. Right. You know, you... Know, you, you, you Come to the public eye, and everybody's talking about you, and they're going to give you more to do. I mean, I do think this is an important uh, story that he's following now. This so, Castro story? Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I think the country needs to know of what's going on over the next six months. Here's the thing for me: is that like we haven't heard anything about this election, and it's weird because yeah. it's a national election. Right. You would think that people yeah. would be talking Everyone's about like, it oh, more. coronavirus. Like, yeah, we yeah, get man, it. It's super important, but but this is. But look, it seems like we should have some news yeah. coverage of. The, By the way, the when I went to the doctor. That he told me I had Corolla virus. <laughs> oh no! And that's where you could do nothing but listen to his podcast. Oh, that's a terrible disease. <laughs> did you did you recommend quarantine? Uh, he recommended I listen to Allison Rosen to. Uh, oh, that'll like yeah, that'll knock the it right out of you. That'll knock it right out of me. Mm. Seem to do okay. He also mentioned something about Joe Rogan, who mm. uh, who I'm hearing has more than 500 listeners. Mm. They're doing all right. I think so. yeah, I think he's okay. He does a thousand episodes in a day. Joe Rogan? <laughs> this is nothing to Joe Rogan. It's true. Yeah, there's a lot of shows. I kind of feel like uh, it's a big deal. It's a milestone that we've reached a thousand episodes. But uh, but a lot of shows have reached a thousand episodes in much less time. And I feel like that steals our thunder a little bit. Like we, we've been around longer than almost everybody else. Yeah. But we stuck to a schedule. We did add a second episode per week a, a few years ago. But basically... We do what we do. And then there's these like daily people who, I mean, probably Ralph Garman's probably already at a thousand. Oh, he started last year. There's no question, right? That's not fair. No, it's, it's, it's not fair at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that should count. I think if you do it daily, then they should, you should count it. Each, each, each five week? day chunk is one episode. But because they're doing shorter shows too. They're right. doing daily shorter shows. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if they're, except for Rogan, isn't he doing, he does seven hours a day or yeah. something, right? He's competing with Mike Schmidt for a Does he episodes. sleep at all, Joe Rogan? Mm. There's no evidence of that. Right. He's always on the go. Yeah. I haven't seen Joe in a while, so I'm on a plane read about uh, six months ago. Last time I saw Joe Rogan. Did he have a bow and arrow with him? <laughs> yeah, I don't, does he, is that something he does? He's, uh, he's very big on the bow and arrow. Hmm. He hunts his own food? I think, I think that's, uh, he definitely hunts. I don't know if he hunts all of his own food, but uh, from time to time, he's mentioned it. All right. It comes up, especially when he was uh, interviewing uh, our favorite, what's his name, the Wango Tango guy? Yeah. Oh, he, he, he talked to Ted Nugent? Yeah. It's funny, because like, bow hunting in and of itself is... is there shouldn't be anything all that uh, controversial. Yeah, or odd about it. Other, I mean, if if you're against hunting in general, that's one thing. But just bow hunting, fine. You're bow hunting. I, in fact, I in an, in a vacuum, I respect it. But can you think of uh, any one person that you know that bow hunts who doesn't seem to be like they're losing their mind? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems to go hand in hand with the two people we have as evidence. <laughs> It's it's a little bit weird because when when you can go down the street and get yeah. and get a steak right. that you have chosen. I mean, yeah. as you said, I respect it because you're you're getting closer to to your food source and if you're right. going to eat meat and you're kind of but at the same time it's just uh it seems to be a little I don't know, I'm going to say it performative. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, Liz, I, I know many people. Our friend uh, Garen here is from Michigan. A lot of people in Michigan hunt. Yep. And uh, they eat the venison. They have that sloppy dough. And uh, oh, gross. That's a sloppy Joe with the deer meat. Yeah, I don't like the. I don't like this that phrase. Does feel. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> as I've said it on this show before, I had a sloppy dough once, and I said this is the best sloppy Joe I ever had. And I and the guy said, "Oh, that you're having a sloppy dough." I go, "That's right, sloppy Joe. I'm enjoying it." <laughs> and he said it a thousand times. Then he finally went, "No, you're eating deer meat." And the second he said it, I was like, "I hate this fucking sandwich." Wow. Like it. That's interesting. And he went out and and, and you know hunted his own deer. That's what because there's an overpopulation. Mm-hmm. Could I ever do it? No, I could not. Sure. But you know, I understand if there's an overpopulation. Like, one could argue, what's the difference of that than having a corral full of cows yeah. and occasionally no. slaughter them? Yeah, no. You could even argue that it's a, it's perhaps a little bit better because they're not the they're do- not their, yeah. their thing. The deer, yeah. are, it's, if there's an overpopulation, yeah, like where where I grew up, they they need de- uh, hunting season because right. of overpopulation. So it's actually more humane to hunt than to let them die from starvation. Is it though? I mean, at least if you're in there and you know it's coming. You know what I mean? And then, but if you're just out running around, you don't know you're there's a. Oh no! I mean, it's more humane than what would happen if they didn't hunt the deer. The deer would die because oh, there's I not enough food for them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know if it's no. It's well, it's also more humane than, of than, course, than of course slaughterhouses, so. probably. You know, a buddy of mine hunted a rabbit for the longest time, and uh, who was that? Never got one. Really? My buddy Elmer. Uh huh. Oh. Good guy from uh, back in hometown. I lived in hometown. Well, that's because it was duck season. Oh, was, oh, that's his problem. He was always hunting in the wrong season. I mean, that's my impression from from the doctor. He would always tell I've me seen. to stay quiet. He always told me I was being too loud around him. Yeah. That I should quiet down because he was hunting a rabbit. He never really pronounced it properly either. <laughs> he had a lisp or something. I forget what he had. Maybe, oh. maybe a smile train could have helped him. Right? Do they have a, <laughs> they have a cleft palate? What does my buddy Elmer have? I don't know. I think he just has overly, like he has too much skin around his mouth. It's That's what it seems to be. You know what I mean? Like he's just, it's just too... Uh, he's got like floppy lips or something, don't you think? I don't. I don't it's like he's tripping over his own mouth. Well, but he, he says wabbit. Well, yeah, because oh, he can't. His, his lips are too heavy for the. Or maybe it's just a, the muscles in the lips have atrophied or something. He's know. always running his mouth. I can't imagine. He that has thing. roticism. Oh, it's that. What is that? That's when you have difficulty pronouncing R sounds. Oh, so it's a, mm. that's a, that's a thing. That is a thing. Of course, it's a thing. I used Everything to have a, I used thing. to have a roticism phone in our old house. <laughs> <laughs> then Touchstone came in and uh, changed uh, changed the world. Yeah, it really did. Don't you love? I love like in, on Columbo, you know, which of course my new obsession is uh, whenever they go to the phone and they show the guy dialed the seven numbers mm-hmm. and it <laughs> and, and they show it. Like, yeah, they literally. <laughs> Like you have to fill time. What's like, going on? Yeah, no kidding. It's like you, 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 I understand you got a, a an hour and a half program to do here, but that would be like that would be like taking your cell phone on the screen and like looking through the contacts, finding the name, right? Because nobody knows anybody's phone numbers anymore. We know that. <laughs> do they ever cut? to like Columbo doing something then cut back to that guy and he's, and he's still, still dialing, dialing the phone. <laughs> you know what? Maybe they have and I don't remember. Uh, had a good one the other night though. Good uh, good Columbo the other evening. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Very much. Are you watching Hunters yet? No, I haven't started Hunters it. yet. It looks good, but I'm caught up. I'm, I'm obsessed with Succession right now. Mm. I've been watching nothing but Succession and uh, it's so great. So. Oh, this is completely off topic, yeah. but I have to ask. Garen, please explain this to me. Because you guys uh, were mid-season on the uh, the influencers on Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. Walk me through. Tyler Oakley says it's Tyler Oakley and his buddy Corey, and they're the show that on YouTube. They have their own podcast. Okay. Called Psychobabble. So why is he, Tyler Oakley, amazingly successful, and nobody <laughs> gives a shit about Corey? <laughs> 
I don't know. Okay. Is it because I I assumed that, uh, what is it? Corey? Corey, right? Yeah, they've been best friends forever. Right. I think they went to college together and everything. So he's just. I thought he was kind of behind the scenes more on the YouTube thing. Or like, isn't the YouTube thing more just Tyler? The YouTube thing is only Tyler. Oh, it is. And that's what he's well, that's famous why. Okay, for. Well, that explains yeah. And then okay. Corey's his best friend. He did, They do the podcast together. So. And they're on Instagram, too? Yeah, they're both on Instagram. All right. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the gram. They do TikToks? I don't know. I don't think so. No, they're not on the TikTok. Is that, so. Who do you like in that season? Because I watched it recently. Uh, well, we, like, who are you rooting for? I, oddly enough, I'm rooting for Tyler Oakley. So was I. He's very likable. I also was rooting for uh, that girl. I think her name's Blair. Uh, she was there with her dad, Scott, who may or may not be a rummy. Oh, the one who brought a hairdryer? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get over that. You know what I liked about her is that she genuinely, come on, daddy. We're yeah. doing it, daddy. Like, she seemed genuinely excited about being part of this. I don't like an adult calling their father daddy. Oh, I think, you know what? My mom used to call her dad daddy. Really? Um, and it... It would make me uncomfortable every time she would say it. That's <laughs> so the truth. Weird. I could say it now that my mom's passed away. Yeah. And there's no risk of her hearing this. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it used to make me very uncomfortable. Between that and the hairdryer, I just couldn't get on board. <laughs> I hear you. There's something about her I liked, though. Hold on. Now I'm getting a call on my cell phone. I'm getting a cellular telephone? This, this has to be a junk call, doesn't it? I don't know. I, we're in the spirit of answering right. phone calls. Let's see. Let's what... answer it. Hello? Dear customer, this call is in regards to a suspicious activity in your Amazon account. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dear customer. All right. Well, it sounds like that's very pressing. Matt. I waited a I waited a beat just because I was like, she may still wish us a happy 1,000 episode. <laughs> maybe maybe it's Hot Levin doing another bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never know. Hello, it's me. Uh, well, that's wonderful. That's just uh, yeah. So I'm I'm rooting uh, I'm rooting for Tyler Oakley. Yeah, yeah. I, I recognize this is a three year old season, maybe even longer than that. But I think it was. All I can say is welcome. <laughs> I think it was 2015. I think it was I think so it was five, years, five ago. years ago. Yeah. Well, he is a you know he's five foot five is what the, what they say. Okay. And uh, I, I did not know he was a shorter guy until uh, just like all of television, you don't know somebody short until they're next to somebody huge. Right. And they were he was standing next to that frisbee guy. Okay. He's <laughs> <was> a giant. <laughs> I don't like those guys. You don't like the frisbee guys? Uh, they're too broy for me. Oh, they so are. Bro-y. There's no question they're so broy. But the shit they do is pretty incredible. But. We keep no, we thanks. still quote them in our house what because do you say? there's the have you seen when they're in the I forget where they were like Abu Dhabi or something and they had to like race bicycles yes uh, and they've done they did this in more on more than one occasion but that was the one I could think of were they the race against the camels yeah and uh, they 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 do a thing where where they're trying to push really hard the one guy goes, oh wait 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 wait, 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 wait I want to guess okay what does he say he says. Give it, give it all. What is it? Give he, it more. He just goes everything, That's it. everything, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Not even give it everything, right. or it's just right. everything. And so we say that around our house all the time. Oh, everything. Love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Um, I did. Like, here's what I like about these guys is that, that then when they, uh, when I say these guys, I mean this entire cast of influencers who I thought I was going to hate, and I, there were a couple of teams I hated. Mm-hmm. Um. Like they then fall off the bikes and like my quads, <laughs> like they're legitimately in pain. Yeah. Like my quads, I can't believe how bad my quads are hurting me because yeah. they would hurt you. Yeah, 
it is crazy how athletic people on that show often injure themselves because they are just like i'm i'm the athletic one i can i this is my uh this is my advantage i i can run faster and push harder and then they always pull a muscle <laughs> it's yeah. like you idiot like you've been on an airplane for 12 hours you didn't stretch like you're eating probably weird times and weird foods and it's just not a good idea i don't think i could be on one of those 12 hour flights and be uh, stuck in that middle seat like every now and then they show like yeah. hey we're and then there's a stranger at stranger at the window then the two of them middle and aisle yeah for 12 hours yeah that's a long time to be next to a stranger mm-hmm. couldn't do it how was your flight who do you who do you fly in on do you fly into detroit yeah dtw yeah we fly the old spirit airlines oh no mm-hmm. now some say it's okay <sighs> Well, I got an exit row this time, and that was fine. And on the way back, I had the whole row to myself. Oh, really? Yeah. So Works I, out. Nobody's flying it. Yeah. It's do they? And the seats don't recline at all on Spirit, correct? No, they do not. Which is, I guess, to some people great, and to others, uh, you're going to get punched much, in the back. How much does the recline seat on most airlines actually do? You know what? To me, it, by the way, I do this joke in my act because I'm a very topical comedian. Uh, it literally does that. Yeah. And But for my back, that's enough. Oh, all right. It, it, it loosens my lower back. It seems to do uh, not enough to be more comfortable, but enough to annoy the shit out of people behind you. Like, it doesn't really benefit anyone. Uh, As, you know, I just talked about this on uh, Allison Rosen and Greg Fitzsimmons' Childish Podcast mm-hmm. um, about that guy punching that mm-hmm. the, the seat. And uh, I'm again, I'm five foot four and a half. The, the times where I have to sit in the in the back when I'm in steerage. Yeah. And. I'm a short guy, man. And if you lean back, you're squishing my knees. Mm-hmm. So if you're six foot tall and somebody does that, I could see. Yeah. I mean, by the way, that guy's an asshole. He shouldn't be punching things. Right. But I could see getting. That you was know, such a weird thing. Like I, I read the thing and then I watched it and I was like, I, it, it was it was definitely I was like, it's a crazy thing for that guy to do. But I also as I watched it, I was like. I mean, he's just kind of being an annoying like a kid. He's been like, a child. Yeah, like he wasn't like violently punching it. The way I, when I was reading it, it was like sounded like he was being violent, right? Because it caused such no, a no. He was furor. literally he was being a bro. Yeah, he was just he's, being a freaking. The yeah. worst thing, like I don't mind if people recline their seats unless I have my computer out. Yeah, because then it's like, what? Uh, okay, well, well there I guess we're that. done with this. Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, the tray tables now in Spirit, I, I couldn't even put my computer on it. It was like they're like half the oh, size they're half they used ones? to be. Hmm. So I, well, I had the whole row, so I kind of just spread out, put it in my lap, watched black boy. and blue, and enjoyed my flight. I don't know what black and blue is. is that what happens to your cock when you're done jerking? <laughs> no, that's what happens when I take the laptop off of it because it's been baked for two hours. <laughs> but it's, you know, that's that movie about the cop who sees the, the cop killing me. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. It's good. By the way, there's a chance I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have seen that. Wait, did I see that, Garen? I don't know. Who's in it? Uh, oh, it's a girl. Tyree, it's a, it's yeah. a woman uh, rookie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's I liked good. it. Yeah, yeah, I liked the movie. I like to do. It's exactly what you think it is. It's 100% what you think Right, it they is. go to the projects, they get caught in apartments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, you got another uh, message for us? I um, this should be getting another call, but let's, uh, yeah, sure, let's play a Wait, message. Wait, another call? Uh, yeah, we, we, got, we got some, just like Rich, we got some people calling in, and, um, yeah. but. Uh, Fun. But uh, I think someone maybe forgot. Or anyway, well, let's listen to another message. Okay. 
Hey Jimmy, it's Matt Donaher, aka Donnie, aka Mouse. Just wanted to give you a buzz, congratulating you on 1,000 episodes. <laughs> Jimmy, you've given me and a lot of people something to look forward to a thousand times, and made me laugh a hell of a lot more than that. Thank you. And Matt, real quick, congratulations to you too, not only as a producer but as a comedian and performer. Holy crap! And for real, thanks for making this happen. Garen, Elliot, you two can also listen in. <laughs> okay, here's to 10,000 more, and then that's it. You're out after 11,000. Nothing more, nothing less. Fair. Bye-bye. All right, Matt Donahue in the uh, uh, the echoey, quiet uh, place that he called us from. <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, made the choice to record a voice memo on his phone, which sounds much better than the, the, the voicemail, that you, you know, the t- typical leaving a message on just calling a number. So that sounded nice. I don't know what he did. What did he do? You know, on your phone, you have the app that just says voice memo. You ever seen that app? No. <laughs> well, look, look at your phone. Okay. Look in the, you probably have a folder called uh, junk that Apple installed or whatever. Would it be in MISC? Maybe. It looks like a little uh, sound. Oh, there are voicemails. Yeah. If you hit voice that memo. Vo- voice memo. Yeah. Oh, it says welcome. Looks like it's the first time you've opened it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, no, I, I've used it, I guess. Yeah, so... Oh, in fact, I recorded something for 34 minutes and 46 seconds. So you could just open that and record a message into it, and then... Um, Which you apparently did for 34 minutes and 46 uh, seconds. Apparently, I've used this one, two, three, four, five, six times. But didn't you have a thing where you recorded something, and then Oliver, like... Oh, no, there's that thing where I... It sounds like I'm getting punched in the gut or something. <laughs> right, and you didn't know. Here's one that says Pardo-Dreams. Let's just hear that. I don't know. What do you think it is? I don't want to know. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the crystal. Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> is it from Dreamgirls? It's from Dream- yeah, it sounds- yeah, but it, didn't you need it for something? Didn't somebody needed it for something? I don't. I don't. Know I had I a recorder for some reason. Hmm. Oh, yeah. so it's something you did on purpose? It's yes. Not like you were yeah, running yeah, yeah. your lines and it's dusting no. your eyes. <laughs> I yeah, that was for something. I don't remember. Obviously, it was for something. But uh, all right. Well, best of luck. I've not used this since October third, two thousand nineteen, and before that. I had not used it since June 1st, 2017. Hmm. So about a two and a half year gap there between my voice messages. Well, my Remember? point is you can you can record a message in that and then, and then email it, email it or text it to someone. You can do whatever you want with it. All right. I want to do it right now. Uh, hey, Matt, this is me sampling this new voice memo that I've used six times. So it's not really new. OK, now what do I do? There's probably a little box with an arrow pointing to the top or like a like a like a share new like recording. Little, maybe you have to share. save it first. I don't know. Ah, sure. <laughs> Jimmy okay. is pressing buttons on his phone. And then I send that to... Matt is watching Jimmy do this. Matt. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I send it over to you. I see. And then you would play that, and you're saying that would sound better than if I left a voicemail. Yeah, yeah. And because Matt sounded very good. He did sound good, yeah. Very crisp. Um, um, all right, well, that's great. Uh, oh, hold on, I'm getting a text. You're getting another... I wonder a, if this is a, another a te- one of our... A text message? Or we, friends saying... This is, this? is very... This? You know what... Uh, while Matt figures that I'm out, gonna, I'm going to play this. Oh, idiot. It's me. Uh, hey, Matt, this is me sampling this new voice memo that I've used six times, so it's not really new. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's a really nice message, although they didn't say anything about the thousandth episode. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I, I, no, no, I wish I would have said it at the end of it. I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. Uh, you know what? We have some mail here. Let's open that. Okay. Uh, I bet as soon as you start it. Yeah, I, I know where you're going. I feel like as soon as we do anything, the phone's going to ring, but that's okay. So you're, wait, shut it down. 69. Up top, my brother. Yeah, we, we have a few different people who uh, are going to so be So some more in. folks are going to be calling. So yeah. that's the uh, that's what's going to be happening you for the here. duration of the 
of the of the show. Yeah. All right. Uh, Were you just doing the end of the yes. mail is here? God damn it. What did he say? You are just a robot, an incorrigible robot. Says <laughs> <laughs> the man who, who has to have a letter Z episode in the. Yeah. Do you want that on the fantasy baseball teams? What's that? Incorrigible robots. <laughs> I do like that. Yes. All right. Here's a uh, piece of uh, cardboard. Yep. This comes to us from. Uh, this is a, a foreign affair. Oh. Uh, this comes to us from, uh, it doesn't say, it just says International Great Britain. Oh. Great Britain. And then there's a little note card on the top here. Good eye, mate. Now, I don't know if this is 1,000th episode related. I don't, I don't know if, or if it's just uh, timely and coincidental. Now, I'm going to assume that that's a record of some sort. Is that compatible with American vi- turntables? I believe it is. I don't think it's like a DVD player. I see. Okay. There, there is actually, a, if it's a single, there is a potentially a, a, a problem. Is it a single or is it a long play? He hasn't even opened it yet. I'm choosing just to ignore him. It's not necessary. <laughs> uh, this is Caucasian Mail Entertainment Light. CaucasianMail.co.uk. Caucasian Mail. Headspace. Get on iTunes and Spotify now. I don't know if it's a long play or a 45. I do know it'll never get played. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested that you, you managed to plug that guy before you even looked at any of this. Yeah, you might not. We, we might want to bleep those plugs once we find out what this is. Uh, hi, guys. We have listened to the podcast from season one, and we'd like to thank yeah. you all for many hours of funny. So we send you a collection of songs we have recorded over the past year. Hop, you can find time to listen. I'm guessing that was supposed to be hope. And enjoy. <laughs> and closed two vinyl albums, one for Jimmy and one for Garen, oh, as you. you two have record decks. Anyone else can listen on iTunes, Spotify, etc. So keep up the good work and all the best for the future. Happy 1000th. So these guys are timely. That's very nice. Uh, Gary John, Sam Caucasian Mail from Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, cool. Wow. So this comes to us from Scotland, Garen. So you're... Uh, uh, oh, oh God! Do I love that? I love this. There's nothing I love more than this. Pull tab. Oh, zip. Oh, here it comes. And then you just. Oh yeah. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. God yeah, damn it! I see exactly it. what I mean. I Beautiful. love it. Uh, so uh, here you go. Uh, you're in Caucasian mail. These guys uh, only the best art. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess Scotland doesn't have uh, Photoshop and stuff like that yet. <laughs> or color printing. <laughs> or color. <laughs> No, but these guys are nice enough to send these, and you guys oh, got to make fun of it. It's an indie rock vibe, man. That it doesn't have me. to be. That almost killed you? <laughs> that Only the best art. <laughs> well, this is Caucasian Mail. Garen, look this up on Spotify or iTunes, and let's hear a little bit of uh, uh, Queen of the Night Said It's All Right. Wait, I like that title. Uh, oh, this is good. Caucasian Mail. Entertainment Light is the name of the... Uh, can you see the Can you see the title okay? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Get in on this with the camera, Elliot, to make sure everybody can see it. Yeah, I'm not, uh, Caucasian, not sure if I'm getting close Yeah, get in it close enough you can. They, again, they've chosen to go very small with the font. Yeah. It's difficult, but... It, oh, oh, hang on. We're getting a phone call. Garrett, don't play anything yet. Sorry, Caucasian Mail. Hello, this is Jimmy. Well, this is Rachel Quintus. Hey. Hi, Rachel. Why are you talking <laughs> like you're some southern, southern hillbilly? Well, because that's what you sounded like. I'm just, I'm just mirroring you, babe. That's it. Okay, uncomfortable with you Hold calling on. me, I babe. Finish, I call you, babe. I got to finish my Farm Heroes saga game. Now I won the level, so I can move on <laughs> and get serious. Uh, yeah, what are you talking about? I sound completely normal. Hey, you, Ra- you should be like, oh my God, it's Rachel. Well, first of all, we didn't do that. Well, because all of our ears are bleeding. Is there a way for you to take the phone at least <laughs> a half inch away from your mouth? <laughs> Fine, I'll just 
speaker oh. and talk normal. Oh, that sounds much better. Oh, that sounds a thousand times better, Rachel. Wait, were you? Were, well, I was talking loud because I had you on speaker. Take us off speaker, you inconsiderate oaf. This is a this is a. I'm all by myself. And look at how quiet and controlled I'm talking now. I'm by myself in my home, and so I was excited to call in. I called at exactly two ten, the time I was told to call. Oh, you, so you've given people um, times to call? I did, yeah. Oh, sorry, Matt. Was I not supposed? Well, that just gives Matt one more reason to be mad at me. No, so, no, yeah, it he doesn't. Keep- <laughs> Jimmy, I kept Jimmy in the dark, so this is—he's—he's he's learning as we go here. In the dark. That's Billy Squire. Mm, <laughs> great. Uh, Who else has called him? What's going on? How's your day? Thousand show. Well, the others have said congratulations. I noticed that uh, seems not to be part of your... Uh... No, no, not interested. Not interested. Of course, congratulations. It's amazing. I've been talking about it all weekend to anybody who would listen, which is just Harper and John and Ford, and that's about it. Well, they can't be interested in hearing that over and over. No, they're not. They're not interested in anything I have to say. Hey, so, can... I mean, it just was one more drip. Can you do me a favor and bust your husband's balls, by the way? He... Posted on, he posted on Facebook that he and Harper were uh, they were touring Northwestern colleges. They went yeah. to Northwestern, yeah. and he on Facebook said, "Any of my Chicago friends tell me where to get good sushi." You know what? Yeah. Eat the fucking local flavor. <laughs> Eat get get a, get pizza. Get you annoying <laughs> L.A. asshole. Get pizza. Listen, get the, get a beef sandwich. Yeah. It, and you know what happened? What? They went to sushi. It was terrible. Of course. I go, yeah, you're in Chicago. What are you talking about? He's like, it was a fancy place. I go, eh, that's so dumb. No, they went to Big Joe's Wings or whatever that place is in Evanston. Um, yeah, no, I, it, it, that's Harper, man. You've met her. She's she's ridiculous. <laughs> she, I mean, these, she postmates everything every minute. It's like thousands of dollars probably. It's 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 appalling. Does she um, does she have a job, Rachel? Don't she listen? <laughs> does she? No, she does not. And that is I and I disagree with that vehemently that she doesn't have a job. And I'm waiting for someone, maybe her mom, to step in and go, "Hey, get your job." Right? I'm not sure why no one's done that. But let's remember, she did ha- do acting for a while and make a hefty chunk of change. So she does pay for her own stuff okay. be from the acting money. I don't think I knew I that. And, and we've talked about your daughter many times on the show. So don't act like we knew that she did acting for a while and has a, a, oh a war chest. Let's remember <laughs> that she was an actress. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are, what are you talking about? She did. She, when she decided she wanted to be an actor at age 12, I made her go to Second City. I made her take out. I made her do live performing and all that stuff. Okay. And then that little jerk goes and books a recurring on an Amazon show what? called Just Add Magic. Yeah. Oh. On an Amazon show called Just Add Magic. She yeah, played young Gina Silvers. And um, she made a bunch of money. And then right. was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Really? <laughs> That's it. Hmm. Yeah. So she's done. Well, good but for her. But she still has her Coogan that. account. Yeah, she's got her Coogan account and she's got her savings account. Great. But yeah, she needs she's a real got a job. Mom who be, talks to her like clear. she's the uncle from Home Alone, <laughs> little jerk. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, where is she? Is she in school today? Right now? Where, where's Harper right now? She is. She is at. She's at school today. She's gonna. She's got her driver's license. She's gonna drive herself to her orthodontist appointment. She has a serious boyfriend. 
she's going to college in a year and a half, man. She's, mm-hmm. you know, to go find the Floyds out in the world, dude. <laughs> and I kept her safe. I kept her safe by identifying Floyds for when she goes to college. Let me ask you a question, because I want to get off that topic because I'm very uncomfortable about it. Uh, <laughs> does she, uh, wait, I had a question. I forget what it is now. Uh, so you're saying something about Floyd? Yeah, I, I like that you're yeah, sort of I, subtly trying to rewrite history about what a Floyd is, because we all know. That's right, I am. You're, you, it <laughs> Listen, was very offensive. I'm just protecting my daughter. I'm just okay. protecting my daughter. That's all it ever was, Matt. You're the one who made it dirty. You guys made <laughs> it, it wasn't dirty. dirty. Nobody made it I dirty. Wasn't. It was just offensive. <laughs> you were just a, was insulting. <laughs> yeah, you were just calling <laughs> Elitist assholes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop it, Jimmy. I treated you like a gentleman, so you stop. I'm treating you like a gentleman. All right, let's get it. Let's throw back to the guy who gave you four quarters. Yes, no, I gave him the four quarters. He asked for a dollar, and uh, I gave him four quarters. And he said, "I didn't ask for four quarters. I asked for a dollar. I treated you like a gentleman. Treat me like a gentleman." And uh, then exactly, he, then he yelled about Vietnam for twelve minutes. Oh boy. Yeah, that, like, that, like, but that was a long light. That, like, Man, you, should, that, you should start driving. Well, he stood in front of the car and gave a monologue. I couldn't very well run him down. I'm not. I, didn't, I don't treat him like you do. <laughs> That sounds exactly like something I would do. Uh, but truth be told, because I know i got to get off the phone. Yeah. You're amazing. Congratulations to all. You're incredible. I adore you as always. Um, and have a great 1,000th show. Thank you. Thanks. And thanks for calling in, Rachel. See, see what I did there? You see did. what I did there? All right, gentlemen. All right, goodbye. Love you all. Take care. Love Bye. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. My former co-host from uh, Movies at Our House on AMC back in the day, 2003, 2004, 2002. I was kind of hoping Ford would call in. I wanted to know what the new bangers were. <laughs> uh, I wanted to bust John's balls so bad on Facebook, but I didn't want the people to like. If somebody doesn't know who you are, then it's yeah. like who's then you're the asshole. I don't want to make fun of a kid if if it was uh, you know if it was Harper's call. But when you live in Los Angeles, you can have sushi every night of the week, and then you go to the Midwest. That's if you're there for two days, then you just don't have sushi for two days. Right. And then when you get back to LA, have the have great sushi oh, when you get come back. On, let's not forget she was an actress. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, I want to ask a question about that because like if if you went to Arkansas, yeah, hundred percent, don't get sushi. Right. Chicago doesn't have any. Oh, I'm sure they have great sushi. No, but uh, but Northwestern's in Evanston, which might also have good sushi. Oh, well, I'm sure but, they do. There's yeah. no question. It, Evanston it, it, is. Uh, but it'd be Lake Fish. If you listen, if, if there's an, if there's an area of Chicago that's going to have good sushi, it's Evanston. Mm. Okay. That's the. I mean, that's the. Uh, that's just the truth. I think they fly in seafood. I think. I think they're. But I always worry about that a little. There's bit. also that lake like, right there. Yeah, but I don't know if they. Have, of, course, uh, of course, they don't. <laughs> you idiot. That, was my, that was my question: is is are there are there sushi grade fish in the Great Lakes? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. I just find them to be okay. By the way, those lakes. Yeah, <laughs> that's so great. Yeah. I like. I don't know. There's the one that's pretty like superior. That one's. I think that one's the best. I always thought superior that was like an insult because they were just they were being superior. Like they're oh. like, loading it over people. Maybe. Can you name all of them? No, you really couldn't. I don't think so. Ponce train is that one? No. Yeah, <laughs> that's in fucking Louisiana. Yeah. So that's why I. That's why I. And I think no it's a, so quickly. I, I think that's like a. I don't even think it is a lake, but it's also isn't that like a, a location? A man-made like that's the dam that broke. It might just in be a Katrina. city. For all I know. All right. So what? You got Superior. You got Tahoe. What else? You got? <laughs> Wait. It, you spell, can, it you spells can, something, but I'm not, not going to tell you. Okay. I, well, let you me, know it, right? Let Gary? me see if I can figure I out should, what it spells. I should. It's Michigan, Huron, Superior, uh, Erie, and. Ontario. Yes. So what's the spell? Uh, Holmes. That's right. I didn't do it in the, that order. No, but you did not. Holmes. Yeah. Right. And oh. then of course uh, Larragansett because it's Holmes, like uh, Sherlock Holmes. What you forgot about the Larragansett Lake? <laughs> yeah. Is H- that a real true H- thing? H- H- no. Okay. <laughs>
No. Nor funny. <laughs> so, it's, so it's got a lot going for it. I don't know that any of us got it. Yeah, sure it, it was not worth uh, saying out loud. <laughs> I hated myself for it. Uh, give us a little taste of Caucasian male, Garen, that, uh, that, yeah. uh, that first track about the queen or whatever it was called. Uh, wait, that one's not on here. It's got to be. It's the, it's the lead track. No, I have Light Entertainment as track number one. Let's hear that. All right. All right, they count in like we do here in the States. Oh my god, I love it. That's yeah, pretty good. I like the. This fascist regime is light entertainment. That's a great line. Yeah. I have to admit, when I saw Caucasian male, I was worried. Yeah. I, I do like it. Yeah. yeah. Give us something else. Give us more. Here's Dumb Dumb Bullet. Here's Dumb Dumb Bullet. Okay. Aaron, shut it down. We're getting a phone call. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Never Not Funny. Uh, This is Jimmy Pardo. Who is this? This is John Ross Bowie, Jimmy. Hello, John. How are you today? I am very, very well. Congratulations on 1,000 grand episodes. Thank you. You know, I will say this. You're about, is is he the third caller? I think that's right. We had Rich Summer, we had Rachel Quaintance, now we have John Ross Bowie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. This, uh, I, I now feel this is uncomfortable and self-serving. These phone calls are making me a little uncomfortable. There's only 25 to sure. go. Okay, so. good. That's good news. I imagine it's going to get much, much worse before it gets better. Yeah. Uh, uh, so who am I following? Uh, Rich Summer and who? Uh, Rachel Quaintance. All friends of the show. That's fantastic. Yes. Fine, uh, fine company. Yeah, I, I, I don't expect it. And I, now, I don't know who's calling at all. Matt set this all up. Uh, I don't yeah. think anybody that I don't know is going to be calling. That would be very, very odd. That, well, what if I got Peter Cetera to call? Well, that would be amazing. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you did get... I, I don't doubt for a second that uh, he absolutely 100% tried to get Peter Cetera to call. Uh, um, I, should I have pretended to be somebody else? I totally should have pretended to be somebody else. No! We, we, John Ross Bowie's a friend of the show who we uh, we adore having on the program. Now, John, we just saw you on to say in Jumanji. Is that possible? Yeah. That is correct. You saw me in the most recent Jumanji film. With a, with a, uh, with a mutton yeah. chop? <laughs> mutton chops that's right yeah that were especially uh dyed so they would match my evergreen hair <laughs> i noticed uh, that you did tweet out recently that you are concerned about your hair is going gray quicker than uh, you thought it would be going uh, it is it is accelerating um and i'm trying to lean into distinguished <laughs> and um i worry that i too short for that. I don't know, man. I got a lot going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to quote my friend Mike Schmidt describing me, describing you now. You're a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> I really, it's it's all it's an, it's a horror show in here, man. It's just a nightmare maze at Universal. Um, yeah, uh, uh, it, time, you know, man, just time. But here, this is something I want to say. Okay, as long as we're talking about the passage of time. Um, allow me to get, um, I'm going to get like red buttons on the old Carson show now. I'm going to get super fucking maudlin on you for a moment. Um, this show has been such a, a, a mainstay, such a North star, uh, for me over the past 10 or so years. And I, I'm so grateful that it's in my life. Uh, I, I've met lovely people, uh, doing the show. I've become closer to everyone who's on the phone right now. Is, is it all the usual guys? Is Elliot and Garen, everyone's there? Yep. Yes. And Matt and myself. Hello. Hello, guys. Um, uh, it's been absolutely delightful to uh, to have this 
uh, have you guys around uh, during sickness and health, and I super duper appreciate it. <laughs> well, we we uh, appreciate the first of all. Thank you for those nice words, and I'm glad that uh, truly uh, nobody can outmodel in Pardo. So uh, <laughs> I am uh, uh, I am uh, honored that you took the time to call us, uh, even though I shit on it immediately because I'm now uncomfortable with people liking me. Uh, but um, hey, thank you, John. Thank you for saying that, and thank you for being part of our show as often as you are. Oh, please. My pleasure. Now, let me ask you a question completely off topic. Uh, so you came up in the car yesterday. Danielle and I were driving somewhere. And um, I, uh, and I what I'm about to say is going to be offensive to somebody. But I please know it was said with love. Um, I said uh, a Cher song came on the radio and she said, oh, and I said, so you're telling me if Cher comes to the Staples Center, you're not going to you don't want to go with me. And she said, no, I don't want I do not want to go. I said, oh, so what other homo do I have to find to go with me? <laughs> and she said, Probably John Ross Bowie. So John, I see Cher. Okay, I go see Cher. Okay, that's, that's going to be a good. That's going to be a good show. Is the thing Cher is going to put on a really good show. And I also, if I may put it into a larger social context, uh, I would love for anybody to name a song that is a clearer indictment of generational poverty than Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Okay, can't do it. Can't do it. Didn't even give a chance. Masterpiece. It's a Woody Guthrie level of social indictment. <laughs> I will agree with you. It's a it's a wonderful song, and so is that uh, Shoop Shoop song she does. So she's got the two. She's got the two. And that's, that's really the entirety of her discography as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm sure she did some, some other stuff with other short people. But, um, yeah, um, I would. Uh, if I, I don't know if you're doing a bit, but I'll go see Cher. Uh, no, I'm not doing a bit. If, if, if she's not coming is the, is the downside. And don't think I don't check her website every day. Um, is she doing a tour or she's just not coming she's here? She's on a tour that is not coming here. Well, then you got to go to her. Well, it's in Vegas or Sacramento. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, Vegas uh, is the obvious. Sacramento. But. <laughs> I don't know. Neither one is particularly appealing. No, no. it isn't. But I, I'm hoping that she extends and then comes uh, and does the show here. Why would she not do L.A.? That's so I, bizarre. You know what? Maybe she did it at the beginning of the tour, mm. and um, and I missed it. Yeah. But mm. I can't believe that to be the case. Is It's probably just leg one. She'll, she'll you think it's leg one? Yeah. Mm. She's 90. Uh, there, there might not be a leg two. Nah, How old is she? 73? How old is Cher, John? Oh, um, I'm going to ballpark it, say, around 73. Yeah, she's only like 18 months older than Meryl Streep, and much was made of that during the uh, right. release of the last Mamma Mia movie. Oh, my. she played her mom, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Garen, you got an answer over Turns there? Turns out it didn't really matter because no one saw that movie. So it was all yeah, uh, Tempest in a teacup. Uh, did you see that one, John? My wife actually had my, my wife had the final word on. It was actually the first Mamma Mia when it first came out. She went to go see it with some friends, and she came home, and I said, "How was it?" And she said, "My wife, Jamie Denbo, said it was so embarrassing. It was like watching your mom put in a tampon." Oh Jesus! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. She paints with words. My wife, she really does. You know what, John? We're gonna hang up on you on that. Get off on the laugh. Thank you for calling us. Thanks, John. Take care. Bye bye. Well, it's very nice, John Ross Bowie. You're hitting all the you're hitting all the show favorites. Yeah. Now, now you're saying that there's more calls coming. The downside of that is I will now get uncomfortable every time somebody calls. Mm-hmm. B, when do we take a break so I could pee? When does that happen? Oh, um, I guess we could do. I guess we do that right now. Yeah. So we should take another break sure. right now. Let's take a break before we do that. I don't know where. Oh, I guess I do know where we're at. In the How old is uh, Cher? Seventy three. Seventy three. Oh, we got it right. She's seventy four this year. Oh. May twentieth. May twentieth. Day before me. Well, happy birthday, Garen. But how old would she be if she could turn back time? <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Uh, one date for Never Not Funny, that's March 2nd, and that is where uh, when we're going to be doing a show at Vitello's. We are live at Vitello's in Studio City on March 2nd. That's a Monday night. You can get tickets at uh, Vitello's website. Uh, it's Feinstein's at Vitello's, or just go to nevernotfunny.com and click the tour link. You can get uh, tickets right there. But uh, the big deal this week is that our new website is launched. Go check it out at nevernotfunny.com. It looks beautiful. It's uh, really fantastic to use. And uh, you can now sign up for Never Not Funny Platinum, which is our new subscription service replacing the Players Club. There's three tiers. Uh, There's the $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month. And uh, you can see what you get for each level right there on the website. Uh, It should, uh, And and at the $10 level, you get uh, the archives, which I think uh, a lot of people will be uh, excited about you get to hear all thousand plus episodes uh, of I say plus because there's lots of bonus stuff that's never been heard outside of our ecosystem uh, and there's video for everything after from season three on so um, definitely check out uh, the never not funny platinum service at nevernotfunny.com and if you're a, if you're an existing customer from our old site you're gonna have to uh, log in and change your password the first time you get there and then everything should be smooth sailing after that so so, uh, and look, check out our FAQ if you have any questions. Uh, it's right there on the site if you need to help uh, getting through it. And you can always email us at podcast at gmail.com with other questions. Enjoy. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak <laughs> of factor i'm going from i uh, appreciate it i'm more than happy to do it now these things are ready in just two minutes they've got over 35 different options to choose from every week they got the calorie smart protein plus uh various different meals i uh, just this way this morning i had to pick my meals for next week you pick you pick a week in advance yep and uh you know what i decided to give myself a little treat i got the filet mignon yum which is uh it's a little extra to get that right and i'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something get you know what it's why nice. not yeah treat yourself you you've earned it jimmy i have earned it i'll tell you something it is delicious yeah i gotta try that oh, i haven't had that one they do a great job I, uh, the other day i had the uh what is it the uh spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called mm-hmm. that was a spicy lime chicken whatever that whatever that one is yeah was delicious i love the shredded taco chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do uh again i have not I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before. Like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just. I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, we really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code part 050 at factormeals.com slash part 050 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code PARDO five zero to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. 
Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you, uh, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant. Assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's going on. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why he needs an assistant. Uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 1000 of Never Not Funny. Uh, thrilled that uh, you're joining us, and uh, I guess I'll take that time right now to thank all the, uh, I'll do, probably do it at the end again, Maudlin style, but uh, we thank the listeners for uh, the 14 years of support, the 1,000 episodes of support, uh, coming out to the live shows, uh, supporting Park Castathon, supporting us at the Players Club, now Platinum. Uh, we appreciate, uh, when I say we, I speak for the gang here, Elliot and Garen and Matt and myself. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's always kind of sad when we bring this up, but you have been with us now for 10 years, Elliot. That is true. And I only say sad because we lost Andrew, yeah. which is how we got you. And yeah. again, that's his final joke on me. <laughs> um, but I, it's odd that the truth is I would like to celebrate the fact that you've been with us for 10 years, but it's hard to do that without yeah. thinking of the sadness that comes along with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but we are, of course, thrilled that you are here for 10 years. And since you've taken a moment to point it at me a little bit, I will thank the listener as well. You supported Kickstarters. There was the GoFundMe for my car and all those sorts of things. Uh, Everybody is just lovely, and and I greatly appreciate it. Well, I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. The Never Not Funny fans are the greatest, and I've met other podcast fans, and they're all assholes. (laughs) (laughs) So it always surprises me. They go, yeah, I just listen to you guys and blah, blah. I'm like, how could you possibly put those two things in that same head? Um, And, of course, Garen's been with us. Seven years, Garen? Yeah. Seven years, uh, Garrett Cockrell. It's crazy. When are you going to grow up and get a job? Getting that seven-year itch and all? <laughs> yeah. <he's feeling> like, <laughs> I tell you. Starting to maybe. I tell you. Right? You got, yeah. the, you got the Buttigieg hair. Come on. It's looking up, man. I think I should run for office? i do anything but get out of here. Do anything to get out of here. <laughs> you got to break office. these chains, baby. <laughs> Who was your... Uh, anyway, we thank everybody for that. Yeah. We thank all the support. You got a couple more uh, voicemails you said? I do, but now we're, we, we're coming up against maybe another phone call coming in, so I don't know if we want to... All right. Well, you know what? Then let's wait. So, Garen, give us. You said you had a celebrity sighting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This was at work. This was at the bookstore. Yep. And Oscar winner. Uh, Oscar winner. An Oscar winner. Actor or actress? Actor. His girlfriend was with him. She is an actress. But I am not. I hate to say it, but I'm not 100 percent familiar with her. People at my work did knew her. They were excited about her. But if you don't know who it is, that's pretty. Yeah, you know a lot. You're the pop culture beast, right? He's over there. Like I know who she is, but I don't. I, I wouldn't. I don't know her name. Okay. I mean, I can easily look it up. So, did this man win an Oscar in the last five years? Yes. Hold that thought. Interrupted here in play. Uh, Hello. Well, 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 little Jimmy Pardo. Now I recognize this voice. This is Scott Ackerman. Of course it is. Do you think I I would ever let you celebrate any kind of milestone without being there? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Thank you for calling. 
Goodbye. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> this is, as I just said to John Ross Bowie, just called in. Uh, I did not know these calls were happening, and I, I am, uh, I'm both flattered and uncomfortable at the same time. I know, I know, but let us pay tribute to you. No, thank you. I know, I know you're embarrassed to have it happen, but uh, we we have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thank you. I was, Go ahead. I was shamed into doing this. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah, you really didn't want to, but uh, I, I laid on the guilt thick. So uh, really, yeah, guys, I can hear you right now. Why would you be hurtful like this? I gave you, you guys, I gave you your fucking starts. Wait, we're not secretly testing each other. We're actually talking. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. Those, um, those con- are voices. Congratulations, Jimmy! A thousand episodes. That's. Uh, a real way to get some PR for the, for the podcast. Uh, really? Could you tell the uh, Could you tell the machine that then? <laughs> By that I mean the the media, the machine. Is it on? Is the machine the MSM, on? Of course, the mainstream media. Of course, yeah. they're pushing their own agenda, aren't they, Scott? What do we have planned? Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, now I was just on Comedy Bang Bang. I believe that episode dropped on Monday of this week, the twenty fourth. It certainly did. You were wonderful on it. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time, and I uh, I always enjoy coming there. As I said to Danielle when I got home, I I so enjoy playing straight men to characters. It really makes me I, I enjoy it. And it would, well, you should do my podcast, and I should do yours. Now listen, we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> uh, you mean some sort of a swap? We should we should do a pod swap. Ooh. For one week. Pod swap. As the bare naked ladies once (laughs) sang about. They were singing about us doing a pod swap. Oh, wow. Canada had the news early. Now, let me say this about that. I think that while we have a lot of crossover, the diehards of your show and my show would both hate that concept. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Right? (laughs) They like us. They like us both separately. Yes. They like us together. But they would not like us doing what each other does at all, yeah. at all. And they're not wrong. Uh, Although you did, you did uh, host Comedy Bang Bang a couple of times back in the early years when I when it had to be at a prescribed time. I did, uh, and I was working. I hosted uh, Comedy Death Ray. I want to say it was still Death Ray Radio then, wasn't yeah. it? It was. Yeah, you were uh, one of the only people to ever uh, host it. I believe. Uh, now Matt Belknap was in there with me for both of those shows, yeah. and I believe the week before me was Chris Hardwick. Is that correct? I believe so. Chris did it once, and I believe Paul F. Tompkins did it once. And uh, Jerry Miner as Cyberthug did it like maybe three times. <laughs> oh, God, I thought I was the winner of two, but it sounds like Cyberthug beats me out. Yeah. Um, Once again, beaten by Cyberthug. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. <laughs> I remember because we had to play some comedy music on that. I remember I, was, I played the one, not the one, I like a lot of them, but the one, my favorite Weird Al uh, original, original yeah. which is uh, you you make me wanna is that what it's called? I think it's called you, you make, make me. me. Yeah, you make me like that. And I remember I played it and I was like, oh, I can't, I bet you this hasn't been played in years. And the producer said, oh, that's funny. Chris Hardwick played that same song last week. I'm like you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> and your career has followed that exact path. <laughs> well, it sure has. Uh, I, he, he casts a long shadow, <laughs> and I am. He's at noon. Shadow. He's at noon. And I'm at six, buddy. <laughs> he's at the top of the hour. Um, well, it, it is a wonderful achievement. I don't. I don't know that any other podcast will ever achieve what you've achieved here. A thousand episodes. Uh, how many has Mark Maron done? I think he's at like three or four thousand. But yeah. the point is this. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, I think Joe Rogan, as we said earlier, he's done a thousand this week. So I think we're uh, <laughs> we're battling people. Um, but uh, now, what do you got planned for the rest of the day, Scott? I know that you carved out uh, this for your day. 
<laughs> and it's amazing you've done a thousand episodes when your main question is, what do you have planned the rest of the day? Just interested to see what you got going when you're going to hang up with us. <laughs> well, I, I'm listening to a little Van Morrison. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, you know, casually working here at my desk. But, of course, I had to take time to uh, uh, pick up the old rotary and uh, dial you up. Well, we, uh, hey, let me ask you a question. On your show, we discussed the Bee Gees 80s output. And since then, you've listened to some of the 80s Bee Gees and uh, your thoughts. Uh, I listened to, of course, uh, we're talking about the Brothers Gibb. Maybe we should just clarify that okay. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know exactly who we're talking about. But uh, you mentioned the song You Win Again on my show. Yes. And so I was I was listening back to my show, and I said, "Oh, I got to listen to that." And uh, that is a, that's a, a what I like to call an SCC, a Stone Cold classic. Yeah, that is a nice one. It's mm. a good song. They, again, they, their '80s stuff is ignored and uh, underrated. Yeah, their '80s stuff is good, and I, I think uh, one is a really good song. Great. And uh, Ordinary uh, for whom the bell tolls alone. They got immortality. We all want to achieve it. <laughs> Darn right we do. We're getting there one show at a time, Scott. Two of the brothers give were unable to. Yeah, they couldn't complete it. Barry's <laughs> going to outlive us all. How ironic they would sing about that. And then, of course, tragedy. Tragedy! Tragedy! Two of them are experiencing a little too much heaven. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't know I was setting you up for a bit. Yeah, this is a fully... <laughs> did you uh, try this out at the improv last night? <laughs> Fanny, will you be tender with my love? This doesn't have anything to do with what I was talking about earlier. Hey, Scott, it sounds like you started the joke. <laughs> I started a joke. That got the whole world. Scott, I thank you for calling in. Thank you. Have a great rest of the show. What do you have planned for the rest of the day? Uh, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's very nice. Scott Ackerman. Wasn't that yeah. nice? That was nice. Uh, was, it, was he our third guest ever? Um, First was Paul Gilmartin, I want to say. Yep. And then Paul F. Tompkins or then Scott? I, I, don't, I don't remember now. Yeah, he was definitely in those first... Uh, well, I guess we were doing. We did only had a guest every fourth episode back then, so it would have been a, in the first two months, I think. So wait, uh, Pat Francis would have been first, right? Uh, and then Paul Gilmartin was he? right? No, no, Paul was first. It definitely was Paul. I know Paul was first, so I think maybe Pat was second. If Paul you, Gilmartin was on one hundred and four. Okay, so that's uh, who's on one hundred and eight. Uh, Do like a, there's like a little search feature you can use on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Francis was one hundred and eight. All right, so then one twelve would be Scott Ackerman yeah. or Paul F. Tompkins. 112 is, hold on, it's... Could be Jimmy Dore. Scott Ackerman. All right. There you go. And then 116 is either Tompkins or Dore. You think? Yeah. I don't remember at all. No. It's neither? Is it Mike Siegel? Nope. Is it? Is it a lady? No. No, we weren't doing that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Took us a while. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, Graham Elwood. Graham Elwood. Graham yeah. Elwood. Yeah. All right, hang on. And then 120 would be Paul F. Nope. That is... 120. No, it's going to be someone weird. That's Jimmy Dore. Nope. Oh, is it Pat Francis again? It is not Pat Francis again. Uh, 120. <laughs> like that's going to help me. <laughs> 120. Oh, now. 120. One, oh, 120. Oh, I didn't realize we we're doing 120. Uh, it, now that's Mike Siegel. No. Episode 20. Who we only did, we did like 50 of the house. This person does not come back again until episode 204, what? if that helps. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Wait, 204? Mm-hmm. So it, like, it's not Pete Schwaba. He was only on in season two, I think. That's correct. Uh, Has this person ever done Parcastathon? Oh, yeah. Wait, is it a repeat? Is it Paul Gilmartin again? It is Paul Gilmartin again. Yeah. Paul Gilmartin back that quickly? Yeah. It's a lot of Gil Martin. No wonder he's weirded out when we only have him back once a year now. Uh, all right. So then that's 120. 124 is that's Mike Siegel. Mike Siegel. All right. That's Mike Siegel because uh, he was mad at me. This, I remember this. We we had to uh, address. Uh, I told the story about him caddying for me at the uh, celebrity golf outing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't think I painted Mike in a very nice light. <laughs> um, and maybe I was, for humor's sake, uh-huh. I may have made him uh, the fool. Okay. And uh, so then we, I invited him on to talk about it and publicly apologize for uh, making him the fool. Because mm. uh, it was very nice for him to be the caddy that day. Um, yeah. And uh, what I didn't like was that the one shot I let him hit as, uh, was the best shot of our round. <laughs> oh. Yeah, didn't do very well. Um all right, well, that's good. So, and then door, and then and then Paul F. What was he? One twenty-eight. Paul F. Then door. Paul F. Was one twenty-eight. And then one thirty-two is door. One thirty-two was. Well, we had that live episode in between. Not. There. Jimmy Door. One thirty-two. Is it a repeat? Nope. It's a debut. A debut. Uh, at the table. At the table, but, but wasn't the thirtieth episode was had guests because we were live at, mm-hmm. at UCB? But that was uh, that was like Paul Goebel and Paul Goebel, Matt Besser, maybe, or was that the second live show? I don't remember. Anyway, this uh, is this fun? <laughs> it is because <laughs> okay. I've tried it for so what? What's one thirty two? Is that what we're on? Yep. All right, give me the initials, please. Hang on, oh, can't, no. can't take it too bad. Uh, hello. Uh, this is Paul Gilmartin. Oh, Who Paul! Speaking to we. Ju- this is Jimmy Pardo. We were just talking about you because we were trying to figure out who our very first guest was, and it turns out that it, uh, it, it was Paul. Correct? Yes. Yes. You were the very first guest ever on the show, Paul. The very first guest. And you remember what I told you when you were starting a podcast? I don't remember, but I'm sure you'll remind me and, and hurt my feelings in doing so. Why would you do one? Future Vase already has one. <laughs> well, um, I'm a visionary, if nothing else. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. He's not doing a podcast anymore, and I'm still fucking standing. Yeah, did he get to a thousand? Yeah, what's he doing? Yeah, I, I just want to congratulate you on a hundred episodes. No, no. So fantastic. Paul, we're at 1,000. We're at a thousand, Paul. I mean, God bless. Who knows? You, maybe you'll reach 200. <laughs> Must have a bad connection. I just, I just uh, yeah, corrected you. We're at a thousand, Paul. I think I've been on five hundred of those. <laughs> uh, we were just commenting that you were on twice in the first three months. Three months. Yeah. Yeah. That that reeks of if nothing else. Paul, could you do me a favor and just go down into a sewer? <laughs> <laughs> this connection's horrible, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know that's my go-to. You know that's my go-to when I got nothing else. Shit on somebody, preferably me. Well, but your connection's also terrible. You probably didn't hear Jimmy saying that because you couldn't hear anything. (laughs) Um, Is my connection okay? I'm actually skating my dog right now as we speak. He's speeding his dog? Skating his dog? Oh, you're skating. I got the the rollerblades on um, because I'll tell you what, people think that looks really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will tell you this, Paul. I thought about you today as I went past your old apartment, and uh, I thought about you hanging your filthy hockey jerseys on the railing. 
I didn't tell you about the time that I realized, you know, my hockey equipment is so stinky. I think I better put it in the community washer and dryer. And? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The, the, the dryer stunk like a squirrel had died in there. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was so glad nobody saw me. Now, Paul, refresh my memory. Why don't you live in that apartment anymore? Uh, I live in a house. Or as the Germans would say, Hausa. Oh, is that how the Germans say it? I'm watching that Hunters, so uh, I'm sure that's going to come up at some point. Yeah. Somebody else was talking about that show today. Uh, it, it, Al Pacino's in it? Yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've only watched the first two episodes, Danielle and I, and I like it very much. I like it more than her at this point, uh, but I did see a comment on the World Wide Web saying, uh, get past the first two episodes, then it's great. And I've liked the first two episodes. Oh, well, then it sounds like it's nowhere but up for you. That's Dan. exactly right. The this, uh, this sky's the limit with this show, Paul. I'm going to suggest that you watch it in a hot air balloon so you can physically experience. <laughs> it's not a bad up, idea. Up, up. Mm-hmm. I'll have to download that, though, because I don't think I'll get good reception up there. Mm-hmm. Good point. I am digging uh, McMillions. It's a limited documentary series. Oh, yeah? It's, yeah? it's really good. A lot of interesting characters in it. It's about the scam from a Monopoly oh. game. I guess it was rigged. What? The game, the All Monopoly game at McDonald's was rigged? Was rigged, yeah. They were giving out a million dollars to people they knew. Not the McDonald's Corporation, but the people that were, uh, that worked for the marketing company that made the pieces. Oh, my God. It was an inside job? It actually would have been amazing if they hadn't. I mean, can you imagine if you could just give millions to your friends? I, I can't give $10 that to my friends. Hard- <laughs> It would be hard, but then it's it's just it's a really interesting. I think the best documentary that I've seen is super dark, but it's really compelling. Is don't fuck with cats. Unbelievable. Yeah, you can't even. We 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 we, unbelievable. I don't go into detail about it on this show because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Because you can't talk about that without giving it away. You can't. It's the most compelling thing I've ever seen. Uh, I watched all five episodes back to back. Wow. Hmm. That's, that's uh, amazing because there was only four of them. <laughs> well, no, Paul got that special. <laughs> there. Maybe been only three. Was it three? One did seem familiar. <laughs> was it? Did it seem to take a weird right turn and it was suddenly about something else? The last two episodes. <laughs> it was. It was about bodybuilding. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I was like, what the heck does this have to do? With? It makes no sense at all. <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll get back to the killer, but this is very weird. <laughs> In the meantime, look at those abs. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with those abs uh hey paul thank you for calling us i i not only love what you guys do but i love having been a part of it since the beginning and it's it's amazing what you guys have done and i'm so happy to be included thank you and we're, we're thrilled that you're part of it as well and uh thank you for i mean sincerely thank you for calling thanks paul yeah all right guys i'll talk to you but i very nice paul gilmartin first guest ever that's yeah. weird timing that we were just talking about that. And mm-hmm. the phone rings. And the, who is it, Gary? But it's Paul Gilmartin. Yeah. Gary, do me a favor. We're going to play more Celebrity Sighting. But uh, will you grab me a uh, another iced tea, please? I, will be I didn't know that Matt planned a, a call every uh, 10 minutes for six hours. <laughs> so I might need <laughs> a lot order. of people that wanted to say congratulations. That's very nice. Again, I've, I've, I'm torn between being uncomfortable and uh, soaking it in. In fact, here's another voicemail. Why don't we do that while he's getting a... I've got one. Thank you. Uh, another voicemail? Yeah, let's go here. Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, and gang. 
It's Allison Rosen. Oh! Fan favorite Allison Rosen. <laughs> I'm calling to wish you congratulations on your thousandth episode. A thousand hilarious, knock it out of the park, gotta listen to them more than once. I mean, I'm assuming I don't listen to podcasts, but wow, <laughs> you've done it a thousand times. Anyway, it's quite an achievement. Um, here, my ch- children are barreling into the room. Uh, so I should probably wrap this up or there's going to be babies on this. Um, anyway, congratulations. I'm hoping for a thousand more. I feel like you should have me on your show more, honestly. But you do you. Hey, Elliot, you want to wish... Uh, wish Jimmy, uh, can you say happy thousands episode, Jimmy? I mean, I could barely say it. Anyway, congratulations, bye. <laughs> That's very nice, Allison Rosen. That's great. Why I like her so much? I, th- I, th- I think I forgot that her uh, that her child's name is. Yeah. And also, I want to point out that I believe that uh, her her phone is better than Matt Donner's. That was a good sounding call. Yeah, it was nice. And speaking of calls, here's another live phone call. I get hello. Uh, hey, John, I'm calling. Hey, hey! hello, John. <laughs> Oh, is this Jimmy? This is Jimmy. How are you? I'm sorry. I got the wrong number. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, that's uncomfortable then. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, are you? We're doing okay. We're in the middle of this episode here, and uh, Matt set up all these phone calls and voicemails, and uh, I, I'm becoming a broken record. I'm both uh, flattered and very uncomfortable with the praise, although you haven't said anything Happy yet. <laughs> anniversary, sir. Uh, thank you. I think you cut out there, though. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> well, I said... I said happy anniversary. Thank you. Now, John, where are you? It sounds like you got the top down in the car. Do you have the top down? I, I don't have the top down, but I have the air conditioning on, so let me turn that off. How, uh, how warm is I, your car that you have it blowing as if it's a hurricane in there? Well, I think it's just right by the speaker. Now, calm down. <laughs> I'm trying to talk over the fucking air. I thought these Mercedes-Benzes were supposed to be whisper quiet with yeah, all the... Uh... That's a good point. Well, how about now? What? No, now it sounds like uh, now it sounds like you are in the middle of a uh, of a tornado. It's just a, it's just oh, a God, low really? low road noise, really. Yeah, not yeah, that's true. It's a it's a low road noise. Which again, to, to Matt's point, these Mercedes are supposed to be uh, whisper quiet. Well, I tell you what, I have a uh, you know more of a sports model there. Uh, so let let me uh, let me let me put you on the. Uh, let's see if this changes anything about that, anything. That does change it. That makes it much better. Oh, yeah. I think that we could all agree on that. How's that? It's good to work. Right. Well, look, see, now this, this is how I like about this. We work together. We find a common solution. <laughs> that is what this country could. The country can learn from this. You agree with that, John? And, and you know what we don't have to do? What's that? Make fun of the sponsors that pay people millions of dollars. See, we don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, if you want to take a shot at Casper Mattress, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then do uh, that 10,000 times. Monster energy drink is poison. But we, uh, you know, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, listen, I think I, I, you, you, you did me a favor once of being in my pilot for TBS, and you pulled up in that car, and it looked beautiful. <laughs> Different car, Jim. <laughs> How dare you get a new car? That one was gorgeous. That was good enough, you asshole. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, how's it going? How are you, sir? I haven't talked to you in too long. What's new in your life? Uh, you know, same old nonsense. Just knocking these things out of the box. And, uh, you know, we're, here we are, number 1,000, and people still seem to enjoy it. I love it. You know, since you started the entire podcast movement, which you did. Thank you. Podcasts as a whole have become a multi, multi-million dollar enterprise. Now, I hope 
but you have also participated in the monetization of the of the form that you I'm going to say helped create, but I think actually created. John, as I said at many an interview, and I'll repeat here to you uh, today, uh, we are the beta tape of podcasting. Uh, <laughs> the far superior format that doesn't reap the rewards of the VHS. <laughs> I'll say this, though, and I think this should be your this should be your line from here on out. You're not in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to go with it yeah that's Honestly. a way to spend we, 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 yeah we're not getting a taste of those millions but we're doing fine we're very uh well, yeah, very you know, lucky helping, we're helping kids get smiles that's yes. right we're making people laugh that's right that's, that's what, else, what else do you want what do you want a nice car you don't need that <laughs> no my buddy's got the nicest car in the world and the thing's too fucking noisy <laughs> exactly there's always a downside is what you're trying to say no, again John, we don't need to disparage I any I particular brand i understand in, in, the, in the interest of uh, not necessarily derailing funny uh maybe it's just john's phone good you know what good save good save like, uh, why don't we while we're shitting on mercedes why don't we shit on apple <laughs> i was gonna ask if you actually have one of those prototype mercedes phones <laughs> three-pointed star phone no i do not that'd be a nice german phone right oh, yeah you can imagine the quality of that phone make a beautiful phone i bet right they've already got that racer blade company in germany imagine they start making phones yeah hey john since you're in what your a, own car sir. you're probably here in los angeles you're zooming around town from set to set I am. I'm not going from set to set because uh, I am uh, gainfully unemployed at this point, but oh. I am on the corner of La Cienega and Santa Monica Boulevard. Now, Jimmy, I'll give you, I'll donate $1,000 to the charity of your choice if you can tell me one business that's on one of these corners. I know it. Oh, is it still there? Alan Ed's Auto Sound? Oh, is it still there? It's, it's there, but it's it's uh, it's empty, and it was the question wasn't posed to you. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited. I'm gonna say, relax the back. Oh, that's down the Ooh. street. Is that down the Close. street? Yeah. Damn it! I think it's a little further up on Holloway. Uh, what do you got there? What are the What's what are the four corners back? you got? Where's the CVS? There's a, C, there's a CVS. CVS. Yeah. yeah. CVS. Yeah. There's a Rafi, which I don't know what does what that does. Rafi, but Rafi does something. Hmm. Uh, the aforementioned closed Allen Eds. Oh boy, it's a shame. And, the, miss and the, the third corner is one of those multi-purpose uh, uh, things that uh, has nothing going on. But <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll still donate the thousand dollars to me to a charity <laughs> of your choice. That's All right, for your thousandth episode, that's a dollar an episode. You uh, pick. Well, the charity this time, and hear me out. Uh, you can Venmo me at JimmyPardo.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Venmo. How about PayPal? All right. Uh, yeah, PayPal. That'll be Jimmy at JimmyPoto.com. That'll be the quickest way to get to me on that. Oh, God. You are the best. Uh, <laughs> condescending. Uh, hey, John, uh, are you are you around in May for Parkcastathon this year? I will be around in May. Uh, yes, depending on when in May. Is it early or late? It's late May. Okay, then yes. All right. We will. I will send you an email on that topic. Unless something comes up, which I, uh, which things tend to, uh, I may have to be. Uh, who, hey, look, coronavirus. Who knows, guys? I don't know where I'm going to be. Yeah, I, I could be six feet under at the, at in May, but uh, I uh, I will have to be promoting a rather uh, large uh, feature film. Oh, that's right. By the name of. Top Top Gun Maverick, which will be coming out in June. Yeah. So I may have that, ah. but uh, regardless, I can uh, I can call in from 
anywhere in the world on my Mercedes phone. <laughs> and, uh, uh, well, we would welcome that. And I, I, I saw the poster at the movie theater just uh, two days ago, and I'm looking very much forward to uh, Top Gun 2. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, be honest, did you get a little tingle? Yes, of course I did. It, it brings back 1986. Uh, yeah. Plus my buddy John Hamm. so good. Are, so good. Are you allowed to now say it seems like the the one little thing in the trailer from the Super Bowl made it seem like maybe you're a bad guy. Are you kind of a antagonist to our friend Maverick? I mean, as close as you can get. There's no real bad guys. Uh, it's you know, if, if I'm anything, I'm the guy wagging his finger and telling uh, Maverick that his ego's right and checks his body can't cash. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, right. You know, I think his ego's Venmoing payments that his Venmo is not able, whatever the 20% Right, they be. punched it up. They, they, yeah, I think it's the same words, but no. Uh, John, we have to let you go, though, because we got uh, other people giving us a shout, I'm told. Yeah. And, I uh, understand. All right. Uh, but thank you so much for calling, sincerely. Uh, it's my pleasure, Jim. Thanks so much. Thanks for keeping me a part of the whole group. I really do appreciate it, and uh, I-, I love what you do, and I love you uh, as a friend as well. So let's uh, let's have a thousand more. Look forward to it. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. All right, bud. Bye, bye. Love you as well. Bye. I didn't want to uh, love Paul Gilmartin as well. Anybody that says they love me, I love them back. And I'm not being insincere. And if they don't say it, then fuck them. Oh, well, fuck them. <laughs> hope they get that virus. Yeah. Right? Get on a plane, jerk, and suck in. <laughs> right? Go on a cruise ship. <laughs> Oh, boy. Can't think of anywhere I'd rather be stuck less than that cruise ship. Could you imagine? Like any cruise ship. I mean, but at least at least there's amenities. At least yeah. you have a room that you could shower. You're not stuck on a plane on a tarmac for four days. No, that's oh, true. God. That's what Elise was saying. Like, they're going to make a, a, a come from away about that ship that has the coronavirus. People oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a sequel to come from away. Yeah. Uh, which would be probably less uplifting because that just sounds... I mean, you're right that they have amenities, but don't they run out? I mean, maybe they're they're flying in stuff for or them. They could be flying, maybe rationing. Maybe rationing. But at least you can play shuffleboard. <laughs> so there's stuff to do, is my point. You can go see the comedian for the 4,000th time. I mean, I, I felt like three days on a ship was about right. But if you're in there for like four weeks... My dad's about to do the 10-day Alaska cruise. And that wow. one sounds fun. Yeah, I'd like to go up there. That Alaska one I would like to do sometime. Go up there, you see what you see a polar bear, you see a grizzly bear, mm-hmm. might see a whale, right? Yeah, well, better get there soon because there those some of those things won't be there in ten years. Yeah, I was going to go in eleven years. You're telling me I got to move that up? You got to, yeah. Bump I up. had this plan for 2031. Hey, Damn. we got another um, before the next call comes in. There's there's another voicemail from Todd Levin. I don't, let's just see what he's what already the, called it once. I know. I don't know why he. Let's see what this is. Hey guys, it's uh, Todd Levin Lord again. Levin. Again, I'm sorry it's loud. I just wasn't sure if you could hear me last time. Uh, sorry, I'm still at the concert. Uh, lucky for me, they're playing this song again. Uh, but uh, I can't, again, I cannot leave because I do not want to miss this. Uh, I love you guys. Congratulations on a thousand. Uh, Never Not Funny. And all the best. Love you. Bye. I love Todd, too. That's nice. That's nice. So so they're playing it again, and he chose the second time they played it to call again. It just must be bad timing on his part. It really is. And then once you've made the call, I mean, you know these days people call... And you know you don't want to leave a voicemail message, but then they see that that the number's there. They're right, then that back. looks weird. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's odd. Gets suspicious. It is funny. Like he might have thought to himself, "Oh, well, Jimmy would enjoy this song, so I'll call him, leave this message, and he can hear the song that he enjoys so much." But he didn't say that at all. No, <laughs> didn't seem to be part factored into the no. decision to call during the song. No, he's just bad timing. Yeah, uh, I do like that song. 
Putting on the Ritz? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. What, what's that, what's mm-hmm. that like about it? I've probably said this before, but there's there's a handful of songs from the early 80s that uh, sound sort of like rap, and you couldn't really get rap on the radio back then, and I liked rap. So, Give me another one. Um, I think uh, One Night in Bangkok is another one. Sure. Um, obviously, Blondie's uh, Rapture, which she raps on. Right. I didn't really like that one. Oh, there's um, Shaka Khan, Feel For You. There's a, I think it's Melly Mel is on that one. Is that who that is? For like five seconds. Uh, As uh, our, our mutual friend Jeff Babco texted me recently, uh, he was listening to 80s on 8, and he said, well, our friend Alan Hunter still doesn't know how to say Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he has a tough time saying it. Yeah. Shaka Khan. I'm going to get text messages from my... Uh, we talked about it before. It may be that he thinks that is the right way. That there's like maybe in he's seen the like oh actually she pronounces it shaka like there's an apostrophe in the middle. Yeah, maybe he's right. Like maybe a, we've all been wrong. Like a tribal spelling that yeah. we don't know about. So he's that newscaster that we're going to go to Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> yeah, Enrique Iglesias. Why is Enrique Iglesias now a reporter? The poor guy <laughs> used to be a pop star. He, he's fallen you know, hard times. You follow, or you follow what you love. You know, yeah, he I got th- that mole removed and it was all over. Screwed everything. Mm. That was the power. I would spin it positive. Yeah, he's, he's a multi-talented person. He doesn't just sing. He can also uh, present off of a teleprompter or off the cuff. Is he married to a... Uh, I'm going to ignore all that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he married to a, someone famous too? Enrique Iglesias? Or he has, he has children with somebody... Uh, that tennis player, I think. Oh, Anna Kornikova. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. God, what a gorgeous couple. Good-looking kids. Jeez, yeah, of course they do. Yeah. Of Give course they do. It'd be bizarre if they didn't. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'd like to watch them fuck. <laughs> <laughs> huh? That's a love 30, huh, Garen? That's a tennis turn. I'll watch. Scoring process. Of course you'll watch. That's all you do. I'm in. Uh, all right, this guy won an Oscar for a uh, drama, of course. Oh, yes. yeah, I forgot about this. Yes. Uh, his in, girlfriend was in a film that we both love. 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 T- Titanic? Clue? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I, do, I do not love that at all. Uh, is he this guy in his 50s? No. Well, give us, give us the girlfriend. Give us that movie. Right. Hang on, oh, girl, we got another call coming up. Very loud. Oh. Sorry. Answer. Uh, he- hello? Hello? Uh, hi. Is Jimmy? Yes, who's this? Jimmy, it's Dave Holmes. Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Good. Uh, thank you for calling. Happy 1,000th episode. Thank you, Dave. Uh, now, Dave was uh, Dave was never at my dining room table, right? But he came in fairly quickly after that. That's, I don't think we knew him yet. Yeah, I think uh, we met him maybe in 2007 or something, 2008. Dave, when did you I, move here? I moved... To L.A. in 2002, something like that. I, I remember the first Never Not Funny was out in the, well, my first, was out in the Valley? Yep. In a place where, like, screenwriting classes were. Yes, yep. that was uh, up above the 7-Eleven, our first studio, so, uh, but I remember, the I, first, go ahead. Yeah. The very, no, I was going to say, it might even have been before that. Is uh, that possible? No, that was the first studio after we left Jimmy's dining yeah. room table, so yeah. if you didn't, gotcha. yeah. But that we were only there for yeah. fifty yeah. episodes. Karen looked that up. We, uh, like Dave Holmes' weeks. first episode. Two, two, two. Two, two, two. Uh, room two. Karen Valentine. You probably said it then. <laughs> There's, <laughs> There's no that. question. I said it then. Uh, but I remember the first oh, time. No, that, yeah, that absolutely rings a bell. <laughs> uh, I was at the Amoeba Records, and Dave Holmes came up yeah. to me and said, uh, "Jimmy, I'm Dave Holmes." And I said, "Of course." And he said, "I just want to let you know I'm a big fan." And I said, "I'm a fan of yours," and we've been friends ever since. That's 100 percent true, is it not, Dave? Absolutely true. That is 100 percent true. Yeah. But you're leaving out the but you're leaving out the best part. What? Um, I was I was getting vinyl. Uh, I had a stack of vinyl. On uh, on the top of it was the uh, the Animotion album. 
Okay. The the the, de- the debut album uh-huh. of Animotion. <laughs> um, and, and I remember you grabbed it off the top of my pile, turned it over, and it was like each each band member was uh, had their own little feature photograph and was identified by name. Remember you you took the record, turned it over, said. Astrid playing on vocal, very good, and uh, and handed it back. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, yes. I don't know if I love I'm that or hate me. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, I, that was a quintessential Jimmy Pardo experience. Uh, and of course, that uh, hit song was Obsession, and written by who, Dave? Boy, is that a Michael DeBar? Yes, it is. Michael DeBar. Michael DeBar. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, good wow. pull, Dave. Do you, have, do you ever listen to him? Do you ever listen to him on uh, on Sirius XM? Uh, on uh, on uh, Volume West, the Underground Garage. Oh I no, say. I've heard him on Volume yeah, West. Yeah, he's got. He's got... Oh sure, yeah. I would imagine he would. He would. Yeah, certainly he would be on Volume. You know, your twenty four seven outlet for yelling about Carmine a piece. <laughs> but um, but he has he has a show on uh, the underground garage where he plays music. And and you can just you the only question in your mind as you listen to him is like just how many scarves is he wearing? I was gonna say the same <laughs> thing. Looks like he's, I was gonna say what? the same What's thing. It? I was going to say the exact same thing. I, I was going to wait till whatever you said, really? and then said, "I don't think yeah. about that. I think about how many scarves he's wearing." That's hysterical. <laughs> he just—you know—that he is—he is fully enrobed in in silken gowns and scarves and blouses, and he's just—you know—he's just come in from some wonderful reception somewhere. He sound, he always sounds a little out of breath. Yeah, I—he's I, I, British-ish, but I don't know whether he's actually British. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when he, he fronted uh, uh, Power Station at Live Aid? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. He did, didn't he? Robert Palmer wouldn't tour. Wouldn't, uh, but then he toured the second album, which is really bizarre. Huh. Uh, but he wanted to wait until no one gave a shit. Yeah, I was like, and by the way, they had a <laughs> yeah. second album. Yeah. Like you, 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 there's a chance you didn't even know that. I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't. They. Uh, that's. That's my whole thing, and I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. They played at the House of Blues here in town. John Taylor was not with them, if I'm not mistaken. I believe some other bass player what, was with them. What is the point of any of that? <laughs> right? Why may- on earth? Yeah. I could Jeez. be wrong. I could be wrong about that part of it. I think, or maybe the drummer had passed away by then, and maybe he wasn't. Uh, somebody was missing. But, okay. Well, sure. or, or maybe I just didn't see him. Dave, I really enjoyed yeah. your uh, your piece on Huey Lewis. That yeah, was an Esquire. that was great. That was Thank fantastic. you. Thank uh, you very much. That must have been insane. What a thrill. Yeah, to go to his ranch and hang out. How yeah. long? How long were you there? Yeah, I was just there for a day. Okay, but uh, but but I fully left my body the, mm-hmm. the whole time that I was there. I mean, it was just it was unreal. And, and he, he truly just could not be a nicer guy. And you had not met him back in your MTV days, or was he already off the network by then? Oh no 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 he would he was no. I didn't even think by the time I got there, they were still really making records. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, I guess they kind of were, but they certainly wouldn't have, you know. And, uh, they wouldn't have uh, troubled the charts at all. Now, I know you're a little biased on this, but uh, how is Weather, uh, the new album? Is it good? Well, you know what? Honestly, it's got a couple tracks on it that I really, really like. Uh, I don't know why I've not um, dipped into it yet, but I've gone, that and the Aussie I've not uh, sampled yet, and i got to sample both of them. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's it's only seven tracks. You should know that. Oh, you know, well, that's a, you know what? Yeah. Get in, get out, right? I, pardon me. I said, get in, get out. Get in, get out. Yeah, uh, track one, I really, really like a lot. There is, and I shouldn't say this, but there is. There's a video 
for for the first single that is um, that that will bum you out. Oh no! Uh, yeah, it's just it's one of those where it's like, yeah. Oh god, I wish I hadn't started this because now I have to finish it. But it, it, it's like. Um, you know, it, it's it's him, it's him and a whole bunch of his celebrity friends like lip syncing the song. Yeah, and but like but into their iPhones and and it's uh, Damien Fahey put it perfectly. He said uh, it's it's like something that a wife puts together for her husband's retirement party. Oh, yeah, you know, like send us a video by March first or whatever. <laughs> and it's like it's it's um, you know it's a couple of ESPN guys and it's like. Wendy Malik and it, there's no rhyme or reason to it. And right. it's, it's, I, you almost wish it hadn't happened. Dave, um, is it as sad as having people call you up and congratulate you on a thousand episode of a podcast? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not anywhere. It's not okay. All right. Because that's kind of what yeah. you just described. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I would imagine June Lockhart will be a part of both of them. Right? Oh, there's no question. Yeah, that's the crossover. Yep. Um, hey, Dave, uh, we have to scram because uh, you, yes. we're in the middle of a program, but I want to thank you so much for calling us. Well, sure. Thanks, Dave. Oh, my God. Of course. Of course. Happy thousandth. Thank you, pal. We'll, Thanks, see, we'll see you soon, hopefully. Here's stuff. Thousands more. <laughs> thank <laughs> you, Dave. <laughs> right. Bye-bye. Great Dave Holmes. Friend of the show, Dave Holmes. We're never going to get to the celebrity. <laughs> um, all right. Give us the movie his girlfriend was in. Sing Street. Oh, I did like Sing Street. Oh, wow. And well, do we know this girl? I don't know any of the actresses in that. She's been in, she was in Bohemian Rhapsody. She was I in saw that. Murder on the Orient Express. I saw that. Wait, is she, is she, oh, it's, 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 it's Rami Malek. It is Rami Malek. Yeah. Oh. They, they've been together since that movie. And I remember when I was watching the Oscars, I was like, this is really weird because there's one, there was one shot of Margot Robbie. And then if you looked over Margot Robbie's sh- shoulder, there was another Margot Robbie sitting behind Margot Robbie. And, <laughs> and it's like, her. What the fuck? Why are there two Margot Robbies? And then Elise was like, oh, that's uh, Rami Malek's girlfriend. And I was like, damn, she looks a lot like Margot Robbie wow. with that makeup. It, here's the thing. I don't know why I just told you she was in Bohemian Rhapsody, but for some reason I was thinking that that was the Elton John movie. Oh. I don't know why. Cause she's in Rocket Man. No, she's in Bohemian Rhapsody, but I, for some reason, got Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody confused. Yeah. I don't know why I thought, I, I, I can't explain it. Yeah, because that was but kind yeah, of a giveaway. Yeah. But, uh, Apologies, but yeah, it was sorry. Yeah, you were supposed to not give a, uh, that good of a clue. Yeah. Just, I can only anyway, so Rami was a nice man? Yeah, he was nice. It, yeah. No, he's not, a, he's not a tall gentleman, correct? No, he's not. He might be just maybe my height or just. A you know, Tyler Oakley's only five five. Yeah, I don't buy that he's your height. Yeah, because Rather you're the tallest man in this room. Yeah, yeah. you're tall. Garrett. I'm only five eleven. Right, you're the tallest man in he this looks, room. He looks like he's Jimmy's height. He's five nine. Really? Yeah. Well, well that's not your height. Yes. Well, I said he's that's just a bit. Height. Two inches is one of my cocks solidly. <laughs> so I know how big that can be. Solidly. <laughs> You mean erect? <laughs> I don't know how you describe your penis when it's... I never heard it said that way. Oh, yeah. Good over was... Let's make it solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm having trouble getting it solid tonight. Oh, you're a little liquidy tonight? <laughs> yeah, I got a little uh, little whiskey dick. <laughs> I can't get this thing solid. <laughs> Sounds like a science class in high school. <laughs> Absolutely. But we're talking about cock. See, that's what makes it fun. What, what's bad is when your, when your cock goes gas. Oh man, you do not oh, want that. Boy, you, you don't want the vapor dick. Terrible condition. The vapor dicks. If I was, if I ever thought about uh, having a filthy fantasy baseball team name, would be that vapor dicks. Uh, but I uh, <laughs> certainly will not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, on the list, though, just in case. What's it? No, I don't want the vapor dicks on there. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not to say if somebody else chooses it, I wish them best of luck with the vapor dicks. Sure. But I will not be choosing the vapor dicks. Uh, but I will need that list soon, Garen. The uh, draft season right around the corner. Yeah. Got it right here. Well, I can't wait to uh, make some decisions, some hard decisions this year. Mm. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, How's this cheating st- scandal going to affect the fantasy baseball? You know what? Uh, I, I may stay away from the Astros. To answer your question, I saw a guy with an Astros shirt or hat on yesterday, and I thought that was I was surprised. That's as ballsy as a MAGA hat, isn't it? I was like, okay, dude. There's nothing in that pocket. I know. <laughs> I know you're looking at like what's he grabbing out of there? Yeah. Oh, like, well, you know what? It turns out there is something. There it oh, is. Oh, hey, hey, fuck you. Nice. Uh, another piece of mail. Okay. Oh. And again, I would I would say these for the next episode, but they've been here a while, and yeah. also I don't know if they're a thousandth episode related. We took a little break, a uh, little hikes. This comes to hikes. us from the Metro in Chicago. That's a nightclub. A nightclub you've mentioned on the show many times. See, maybe they've heard. What if there's like a, what if this is a photograph of me there as a kid? Then that box that is too big, I would say. <laughs> yeah, an envelope would have done. Found. All right, here we go. This, oh, God. <laughs> a it lost there. and found. <laughs> just a pair of parachute right. pants. Are they, these yours? <laughs> they, oh, they sent a cardboard. Uh, Jimmy and the gang, when I saw them about funny in Rosemount last year, you took me, you told me, go back to Cabaret Metro. I took your advice, but also I had to because I've worked there for three years. Oh, my God. What are the odds of that? I figured as long as I'm going to be there, as long as I'm going there, I might as well grab some Metro and Smart Bar t-shirts for everyone. We're sold out of some sizes to have everyone match, so hopefully four different prints will suffice. Wear your next time, you wear yours the next time you meet Paul Young. Thanks for all the laughs. Logan Archer mounts. Now, right, well, thank you. I, I feel like we have to point out to the listener that that was written on part of the box. Yeah, he uh, they don't have paper at the Cabaret Metro. <laughs> uh, now these are I'm gonna, the, now these are uh, these are I, I hate to I hate to look a gift horse. These are Gildan, so trash. <laughs> Thank you, Logan. Uh, so uh, all right, so everybody will get one of these. These are uh, cool. Uh, you got the smart bar there. There's, I don't know. I, I don't know who this is for. Apparently, if uh, that is for a giant, that's for a huge wow. human being. That's a that's Mike Schmidt. That's a giant shirt. Uh, Garen, we just talked about how tall you were. Enjoy that one. And then here's the boy. I do like this shirt, though. Look at that Metro. That's a great shirt. That's a great shirt. Yeah. And uh, so that's this is very a, cool. Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. Uh, hello. Happy 1000th episode. Who, thank you. Who's this? Um, Jen Kirkman from Comedy Fame. Hello, Jen Kirkman. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm just great. You know, I, I'm so proud of you. Uh, a thousand episodes. I'm sure you've made at least a thousand dollars. This is big. <laughs> you know what? John Hamm just donated a thousand dollars. So, uh, we know we at least got a thousand bucks. Why? What is he donating for? It's not a charity. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. That anybody that calls in has to give us a thousand dollars. That's 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 how this is pay to play today. You agreed to that by answering the email. You agreed. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, I'm happy to donate a thousand dollars. I'm going to ask John Ham. Actually, John Ham, that was from me. I don't know if he's put that in the notes. Uh, oh, are you call, are you calling from the back seat of the Mercedes? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm uh, in the front. I'm the driver. Oh, okay. uh, hey, listen, uh, boy, we should have. I wish if John was the first call, uh, we could have uh, done this with everybody. Uh, are you in your car right now, Jen? Or are you at home? I'm at home. Why? Oh, I was just going to ask you what corner you were on because uh, John Ham told us what corner. And, and if we could guess a, a store on that corner, he would donate a thousand dollars to a charity of our choice, which, of course, is why don't I train. give you a corner and you can guess. Oh, that's I'm not on one. All yeah. right. Go ahead. Um. Wait, are we buzzing well, in with our name, or is it just for Jimmy? Let's no, let's buzz in. Okay, we'll buzz in with our name. 
Okay, I have to think of a corner that I know of a store on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wait, but I'm not donating a thousand dollars. You don't have to donate anything, Jen. <laughs> you have to, but you have to know all the businesses on each corner. So, good in case we say one that you didn't think of. But I appreciate Jen that you did not let that go. <laughs> okay, the corner is Laurel and Ventura Boulevard. Oh my God! Oh, yeah. Damn, Jimmy. Uh, the Rite Aid. No, it's a CVS. Nope. Oh, shit. No, CVS across the street. Right Aid's on the corner. No, they're both they're CVSs. Both CVS. Well, there's, then they can both suck my dick. <laughs> and then there's a question. Tender Greens. Two CVSs across the street from each other. Is there a Kinko's? Oh. There's a, a FedEx office? There might be a FedEx Kinko's on the, the northwest. Northwest side. There's and a, then there's a First National Bank. Is that what it is? Uh, there's a is it Chase on one corner and then First National? Or no, it's not. It's some fancy bank. It's, it's a that, fancy bank. It's that one where we, you and I were with Liam, uh, Liam Thompson. <laughs> Leah Thompson uh, protesting Trump. And what is your name? It's Leah Thompson. Oh, okay. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that went. That's how that went. <laughs> we're we're the, the only two guys holding up signs uh, opposing uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh, yeah. Jimmy, I bet when that embarrassing moment happened, you wanted to go back in time. Hey. I want to go, go back in time. <laughs> I then went into way too much detail to then show I knew who it was because I was so embarrassed that I didn't know who it was. And then Matt and I came and did a you show. Know what? Some, sometimes you see faces and you just like don't recognize them because you recognize Right. It's hard to explain. It's also out of context. I didn't expect to see Leah Thompson there with a placard. Yeah. Right? I, I expect her to be on my movie screen. Exactly. Now, because you guys protested, Kavanaugh did not get onto the Supreme Court. Is that right? Correct. That's exactly that right. We won. Our, our time was well yeah. spent. Very successful. Yep. We don't do it that often, but thing. yeah, when we do it, it always works. So we cho- we choose our spots carefully. I got Trump impeached. <laughs> so that I was- saw you outside of Ralph's with that petition. Yeah, I, I I mean this stuff works. It really works. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then we also protested the the Senate actually uh, removing him from office. So that we did both. We thought he yeah. should be impeached, but he should not be removed. So do, we, do I hate myself for ruining the joke? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. The premise was we uh, marching does nothing. Yeah, and then I proved a time where it actually did work, and I screwed that up. Uh, that's oh, that. I didn't even realize that. I yeah. thought it was just like. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't, yeah, I don't think it ruined it. Here's the thing, Jen. I go to every march. I uh, Every march that's happened, with the exception of the last women's march, because I was out of town, I want to say. Uh, but I go, I, I go, any march, I'm in. You just you like the, you want the exercise. I want the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> you both make a great point. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what? I, I like I like marching for a cause. Uh, I get out there, I bring my 76 trombones, and I start it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, what's your favorite musical? Yeah. I, I know I know the answer to this, but refresh my memory. Your favorite musical? Oh, I don't know. You know, it's funny. Like my favorite movie is Cabaret, which is a musical. Oh, but oh, it is. I think like if I'm going to see a musical live, I don't know. Maybe uh, I like those old school ones. Like I, I was just thinking the other day about Anything Goes because I played Bonnie in my high school production. I like a musical like that. Bonnie is the. Is Bonnie the, she's the sassy, one of the, uh, the angels, whatever. Yeah. She's the sassy wife of the, um, like bootlegging criminal. That's right. That's right. You know, I, play- uh, you know what? I might change my mind. 42nd street. All right. Uh, all right. Mark it down, Garen. We got to, she changed her mind. What did uh, you think it was, Jimmy? It seems like you were very confident no, in knowing what it was. No, no. I was just asking. Oh, okay. I had no clue. 
Uh, oh, because you said something like, not that I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. roll the tape. Go back to you the You was tape. kidding. Uh, that was me uh, trying to cover if she's already told us this a thousand times. <laughs> and uh, trying to uh, go, of course, we remember, but refresh our memory. Yeah. Uh, that was me covering okay, my ass it. of, how do you not remember? We talked about this for an hour last time I was there. Yeah, it was very possible. That that oh, happened. got it. No, I would never be like that. You have so many guests on, so many people to remember. If I had said my favorite musical 50 times, why would you remember? Um... And you're a man of a certain age. The memory's not what it used to be. I, I will. I, I remember making fun of my father when he was my age. Like, Dad, you're only 50. How could you forget everything? And I remember nothing. And so I apologize you know to him. funny? Yeah. Yesterday I was driving to therapy, but I had um, my job on my brain, and I started driving to work. And I was like, what am I doing? And then I turned around and went the other way. Oh, boy. And Good story. You, did you spend the whole time talking about that with your therapist? Because <laughs> that is very telling. No, it was like... The first three minutes, I was like, you know, my brain sometimes, she's like, oh, whatever. It's, you know, she's kind of like, whatever. Well, maybe your next therapy session, you could uh, tell her that you told the story you thought was going to be funny <laughs> and then turn out to just be an anecdote. <laughs> okay, by the way, oh, yeah. I'm all anecdote all the time. I know you I are. I never try to be funny. Hey, have you done I'm your... never trying to be funny. You're right. We're never not funny, funny. You're never trying. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was funny once and it's carried me all the way through comedy well congratulations uh when's your next hot show at the improv uh, you have dana carvey on right isn't that exciting yeah tomorrow night i'm just doing like a fun conversational interview with him at the improv lab okay so that was uh, last night this episode will drop on right. wednesday so that was the last night oh okay well then i don't have another one but people can come see me in phoenix on march 28th if you have any phoenix audience members you know what we don't yeah. it's the one city we have nobody <laughs> that listens to us from yeah. oh just my luck just my luck. i know that's okay, just shit well, luck Actually, my cousin Paul uh, uh, might uh, come out and see you. He's a big fan of yours and a big fan of uh, our style of comedy. Well, if you all anecdote all the time. All right, well, good. Tell me if to buy tickets, though. No comps. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. Uh, all right. Hey, Jen, thank you so much for yeah. calling us. Love you. Love Best you, too. It's in the mail. <laughs> what? What'd you say? It's in the, it's in the mail? Text yeah. in the mail, bitch. Oh. Yeah. All right. See you later. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> all right. That's Jen Kirkman. I'm not 100% sure Jen knew why she was calling. <laughs> uh, she likes it. It was explained to her. <laughs> I will say that much. I know it was. I can't imagine you just said, uh, hey, call us. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that's right. Play another voicemail. Yeah, let's, um, let's go here. I know this is a longer episode. James Tiberius Pardo is your friend CC calling. Uh, CC Pleasance, and I just oh. wanted to say congratulations on 1,000 episodes is it 1000 or 10 oh 1000 it's 1000 10000 would be too many that's ridiculous what are you doing at that point that's <laughs> terrible <laughs> you, you'll be dead by 10000 no i mean we all will it's, it's no offense to you it's just that we'll all be dead by then anyway <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on 10000 episodes of yes yes and hahas for all the people the good folks of never not funny um Congratulations also to Darren and Elliot and and Matt, of course, Matt Belknapster. Nope. <laughs> 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 yeah, way to way to get her done, Kimasabi, in the words of Larry the Cable Guy and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hope I hope you're celebrating. I hope you're having a delicious meal prepared. By sterilized robots or whatever. <laughs> I can't keep up with your food issues, Jimmy. I don't know. I know fair. there's something, but I don't remember what it is. That's fair. I think you don't like people touching food. Is that it? I anyway, I, I love you guys. 
Congratulations. Love you, too. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. Cece, she, she's not actually on the phone, Jimmy. That was, I, that was a voice recording. I will tell you that I uh, was responding as if she was there. <laughs> and the second that I got to lull you two, uh, I was like, oh, she's uh, you're talking to a machine. <laughs> talking to the machine that's uh, making your, your food. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, yeah. Cece was on our last live show at the uh, at yeah. Vitello's. And we can announce now that uh, on March the 2nd, mm-hmm. we'll be at Vitello's. And uh, we got British comedian April Richardson. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we'll be our guest. Yeah, from across the pond. So oh, she's back in town. British comedian. I don't know what you're saying back in town. Well, I know I mean, her you know, from my time, of course, in London. Comedians travel around. She comes. Oh, she's back in town. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So very quickly, here's the Metro uh, design. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's uh, several designs in here. So thank you to Logan for sending us the uh, Guild Dance. Here, this one's a large. Garen, that one's for you. And then uh, here's a, uh, this one is a, oh, here's a small. Uh, here's, here's another design. Is that also good? That one looks like a little nicer. Uh, I like that design. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's very 80s. Boy, that, uh, yeah, that's the Metro. That's the logo I knew. That's the logo that I, I uh, would uh, go oh, there. Oh, that's and, very cool. In my outfit and hope yeah. to pick up a chick. Mm-hmm. And then uh, here's... I think this is the smart bar, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there we go. There's like a... Chicago. Extra, extra, that's like a large here. Garen, that's for you. <laughs> oh, what happened? That one. I missed it. it what happened? In face. <laughs> Goddamn right. Did it you did. hear it? It hit his microphone. Well, one out of three. I've been trying. Yeah. <laughs> finally, uh, finally. Got. And then there's also uh, some buttons and stuff in here, so that's very nice. Oh, oh I'm going to put this right in my backpack. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Does so, it yeah. have a button version of that that 80s one? Uh, I like that logo. No. No. Oh, man. No way. No. No, all right. Well, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. All these people calling in, right? A lot going on. Elliot, of course, is over there behind Video Village. He got the uh, what hello. Do you, what do you have? The incorrigible robot. Yes, it took me. A, by the way, I had to. I, there's two. I couldn't be sure which word you said, so I looked up incorrigible and encourageable, and I knew that you weren't. It was incor- incorrigible. Incorrigible. Who said it, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's one of those words where even though it's not spelled the same, it kind of it could could have been either one. And clearly, you weren't using the positive one, so I took the other one. <laughs> is corrigible a word? It's, to me, that's like uh, whelmed. Like, is no, wh- no, I wasn't looking up corrigible. Uh, I was looking up n e n corrigible. Oh, oh, oh! I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get it. Which Don't. I thought, I thought, oh, you're incorrigible. I may have just in this moment learned that that doesn't even exist in the way that I thought it. Yeah, existed. I don't think it does. No. Yeah. Oh boy, this episode suddenly feels very long. <laughs> <laughs> it was going well. It was, I thought it was going very strongly until yeah. whatever, whatever just happened. Yep. I thought that that was a good. Uh, it's, if I, we're busting balls. That's I, what we do. Yeah. Hey, we bust balls. The mama Mancini is the meatball lovers meatball. <laughs> Uh, remember we had those on the air? We, yeah, we did. They were, the, they were they were the things we just. I think I'm got another call coming in. Uh, hello. Uh, hi, is this Jim Pardo? Yes, it is. Who's calling, please? Jim Pardo. Hi, this is Mike Schmidt. Hey. Uh, hello, how Mike. are you? We're doing well. We're in, uh, we're recording an episode, and you are calling into it. <laughs> oh, I, I'm so sorry. I, it's interesting. I, I was just there like a month ago, and I just I was calling. Did I leave my shoes there by any chance? <laughs> Jesus, because hey, God, you know you know who oh did, my, you know who left the shoes here? That guy from the Jerky Boys bit. He left his shoes here. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's Albert Brooks, dude. I'm fucking Larry King. I wanted to do that for centuries. Oh. Uh, listen, I'm calling because you're on the air, and I used to be on the air with you, and I loved it. I was happy to be a part of the goddamn grassroots of what is, quite frankly, the gold standard in chat podcasts today and always will be. And I wanted to congratulate you because I've been told 
uh, a thousand episodes. Is that correct? We were at a thousand, Mike, and uh, you, of course, were on the first fifty-nine episodes. And it was time for you to leave the nest, spread your wings. <laughs> That's a nice way to frame it. Uh, <laughs> it was time for Either you to. Way. It was time for you to tell your long stories without me and Matt being nearby. <laughs> uh, but I, I like having you guys sitting in my knee at the fireplace and I tell those fucking yarns. Uh, I am proud of you guys. I'm proud of you. You know, I mean, I'm proud of. Look, Matt came to you. I guess this this all was sprouting out of the special thing interview, and then. I don't know how much you've talked about this on the air, but you literally said, look, this is going to be a thing, and I want to get ahead of it. I want to be the first dude. And I, I'm sure there's good fucking arguments from everybody, but, dude, you were the first. I mean, you were the first L.A. comic to do this in a way where it made sense. And every week we would do it. I, you know, I was lucky enough to be on the first episode, and then you asked me to stay, and I was very happy to be a part of it. And then we would go to that Mexican joint in Larchmont and try to figure out how to monetize this fucking thing <laughs> after every single episode we recorded. And uh, and I'm just proud of the fact that I was part of what I consider to be, uh, was, is, and always will be the gold standard for this medium going forward. That is the nicest thing ever, Mike. And uh, and, and honestly, uh, you know, all ball busting aside, those first 59 episodes are fantastic. And I'm very sincere that you, that you were restricted on this program. And the idea that you can talk at length, uh, I think, uh, is, is better suits your skills. You're very nice. It worked out. Like I, I told you, remember when I brought a mod from, from Kuwait in there and he said he's like, dude, those first 59 episodes belong in the Smithsonian, like as, as an example of comedy, like and, and I'm honored to have even been a part of it. Because, again, dude, you and I forever have been just the right sensibility, finishing sentences. And then Matt has grown so much into his own over thing. He was kind of watching a ping pong match and getting in <laughs> occasionally, which was great. But now he's just fucking funny. He holds his own. And then Elliot's there. Garen's there. It's just the whole package, the whole team. Everything he's done is... Uh, it's just great. I mean, I, I, I don't know what's laughing. I don't know. Did Garen get fired? Did I not know what's laughing? <laughs> Mike, you know, everybody in my orbit is always on thin ice. So he's always... Exactly. Uh, no, uh, they're, they're laughing because you said Matt's very funny and Elliot and Garen are here too. <laughs> oh, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I knew what you meant, but they don't. They're not in comedy. <laughs> We're laughing because it's that's basic, that's that's a running joke, really. Is, is you there's, just... there's no doubt Elliot and Garen are the thinnest slices in the pie chart. We can't argue that. <laughs> <laughs> At the bottom of the art uh, chart, that's true. Uh, yeah, no, but that, I mean, even even the, the presence of Andrew, which won't be forgotten, and, and made so much of the show while he was involved. When I was there, I loved being a part of it, and just and you know, I mean, Christ, you and I don't talk nearly as much as we did before. But I love the fact that you, you know your whole baseline for this in the beginning was any guest has to get it. Anybody we got it didn't you didn't want famous names you didn't want well we got to get these fucking guys and format us around them you always said this person's got to jump into the fucking pool with us and swim and you've uh, and look and it's a credit to you in your your Carson roots that you make anybody want to be able to jump in and fucking swim with you I mean you can be intimidating but you also pull back I'm sure anybody who's new to that format and steps in with you uh, doesn't know what they're getting and then they realize oh you know what I'm getting I'm getting a fucking veteran broadcaster and interviewer who can take me wherever he wants me to go and I mean you're just so goddamn good at it. And it's 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 great to watch. It's amazing to see. I mean, Christ, I'm on all your albums laughing, not because I had to, but just because, <laughs> dude, you're the funniest fucking guy in the world. Oh. And I'm honored to have you as a friend. And, and I congratulate you on a thousand episodes of what is clearly the the Grand Slam home run of, of this medium. Good for you. I, I, I I'm literally choking up, Mike. That was honestly the nicest thing in the world. Thank you for that. Well, thank you for asking me to be involved. I'm glad Matt asked me to call. And uh, of course. and I'm glad orbit i'm always honored to be asked back your listeners are always very cool to me whenever i come in and again because you, you, you guys the, the show outgrew 
me as a guest in that new people came along and didn't know who I was. And I'm always happy to be rediscovered by old guests and discovered by, or I'm sorry, by old listeners and then, and discovered by new people. And I always add a few more every single time and never not Viney is very cool to me. All of those, the, all everything that's sprung up in your orbit has been very cool to me. And I appreciate it very, I, I, I don't have what I have without you. And I thank you for it. Well, I thank you. I thank you for your friendship and I thank you for the kind words and uh, for honestly helping us launch this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, again, I was proud to be asked, and it's it's uh, you know it's it's a feather in your cap that it continues, and it's a feather in mine that I was even involved. It's uh, really nice. Thanks, man. Yeah, Mike. Seriously, I I, I literally had a loss for words. That was the nicest phone call. And Matt, you too, man. You saw this coming. You 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 were the vanguard of hey, man, podcasting is going to happen. We need to do this. You were doing the interviews at a special thing, and I mean, just even inventing a special thing, the fucking message board, dude. You. I, I, you were just a dude, and then all of a sudden you were a kingpin of Los Angeles comedy, and uh, you, you need to be so proud of the things that you've done as well. And I mean, I, I again, thank you so much for including me, uh, not and tolerating me for the first fifty nine. Because again, I, I'm sure I was kind of a bully a lot of the fucking time, and and it, it makes me happy that you are still my friend after sitting in a fucking room in close proximity to me for so long and, uh, and for including me on this, this special day, because man, I, um, I would have been disappointed not to be called. Thank you for including me. Mike, if there was ever a, I did not know that Matt was doing this, but if there was one person that I would expect to have a call, it was from you, sir. So, uh, I said, sir, if I don't know you, <laughs> sir, <laughs> thank you, sir. You, sir. You, sir. Thank you All for right, picking gentlemen. up the call. Uh, good, good day now. Uh, no, of course. Right. Something like this show could not uh, like this episode could not happen without you calling in yeah well good i'm glad and again happy to be involved and i'm sure you've got jamila jamil on fucking hold or something <laughs> so uh i love you mike thanks mike i love you too james take care guys all right bye-bye bye-bye all right <laughs> All right, I called him sir. He called me James. Those are two things that ever happened. <laughs> uh, there we go. Schmitty, the, the former third baseman, Mike Schmidt, giving us a uh, blowing in a call, taking time away from his marathon podcast that he puts out, the 40-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've been told he's no longer 40. I know. It's. Uh, I thought he had discovered some secret anti-aging serum and uh, named his podcast knowing he would always be yeah. 40, but turns out he just kept no, he keeps aging. older. But yeah. he, ch- he keeps the name the same. Now, in fairness, there are shows that we are, uh, do that are not funny, yet we <laughs> insist on keeping this name. That's true. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. It's all just uh, nomenclature. Um, all right. Now, listen, I don't know what uh, is going on. We got, we got some voice. We got a okay. couple more voicemails. And are, is anybody else calling in? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know, just want to know when we could end There this. were a couple of people who were kind of maybes, and so we may uh, get voicemails from them later. That we may, I might drop those in, oh, okay. in post, but... Uh, if they could, when you say in post, you mean we're going to go to the racetrack? That's right. All right. Yeah, Santa Anita. It sounds like everything's going great at Santa Anita right now. Things are going great. Right? There's a fresh new horse every time you show up. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's. Who still goes to horse races after you? You hear all those stories. Insane. Right. It's like every fucking two weeks, there's another dead horse there. Yeah. Is it? It's. It's just Santa Anita that's that bad, though, right? Because you'd think that with Peta and all these other folks, if if there were other significantly. Like there's so many horses done, right? right? We, that that it'd be like Sea World, uh, you know. Just, everybody just. I mean, maybe out. other or, or, tracks are better at covering it up. I don't know. Like it just uh, seems like impossible. the news is always just like, well, there's another horse died at San Anita. They shoot horses, right? They do. They bring out that tent. <laughs> What's yeah. that? Isn't that the name of a movie? It yeah. is. Yeah, they, but, but they it. do, right? They bring out a little tent and they, yeah, so that you don't have to see them shoot it. I mean, it's not even a tent. It's more like the the screen that they put up between like uh, two 
patients in a hospital right. room that's a shared room. Or whatever. So you know what's happening. Yeah. They put a silencer on that gun? I guess so. Probably. Well, it doesn't really do anything to cover the enormous blood splatter that covers <laughs> up the screen after they do it. Couldn't imagine how horrible. Like, it's weird enough going to a horse race. Like, you, I, the few times I've gone, I feel dirty. Yeah. I feel like it's like a degenerates, even though like the, the Kentucky Derby and you, they got their mint juleps and their fucking hats. Mm-hmm. But whenever I've gone, I feel like I'm there with a bunch of hobos <laughs> and that are, you know, trying to make rent and I feel filthy. Yeah. And then imagine like, oh, they got to shoot that horse. This guy's got fucking worse. <laughs> it would be horrible. Yeah. I think, uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was good. That's all. Uh, I guess another voicemail that actually just, I think, just came in. Oh, this, uh, oh and it's a long, it's a longy. Oh, let's see, let's hear it. Hey there, it's Paul F. Tompkins calling. I just wanted to call and say, Chimney, congratulations on 100 episodes of Never Not Funny. This is an incredible milestone, and it feels like a great time to wrap it up. You know, episodes a nice round number, and I think like beyond a hundred, you'd just be sort of repeating yourself and uh, just be tiresome, tiresome for the audience, for you, for the um, the other guys, uh, your 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 little friends that you have on there. Um, the one guy who's like, uh, I read the computer and the other guy who's like, um, uh, I, I, uh, what does he do? Cameras. Um, and then, um, what's his, oh God, the guy who, he chimes in too. Listen, I was going to say, very excited for you, for the audience. For the world of podcasting, uh, to know that you are going out on top, and uh, uh, I want I want to say God bless you, God keep you, uh, God damn you. <laughs> no, too far. The three things God can do: bless, keep, and damn. And I don't want Him to damn you. I want you to continue on, and I can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm running out. I'm running out of things to say. <laughs> oh Jesus! No, it just ends there. Did we lose Paul? Left? Sounds like he got strangled. I hope he's all right. Yeah. Should we call him back? I wouldn't call him back. It sounds like he's busy. Yeah. Um, well, it was very nice. Paul F. Tompkins giving us a time away from uh, ironing his shirts <laughs> and joining us here. Co- coordinating his uh, foot near oh. with his uh, right? shoes. Always looks great. He does always look Always great. looks great. Yeah. Uh, this is where there's a, somehow there's a third message from Todd Levin. Wait, what? Yeah, should we uh, play? I guess we'll just play yeah. it. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah, I called I call Jimmy already. I called the number. No, but... I'm, I'm sure, yeah. I think I left my I think he heard me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this is... Yeah, this is fine. Can you believe he's playing this song a third time? I mean, I guess I kind of... This is his big hit, so I guess I understand this song. I mean, I feel... I feel like... I feel blessed. You know what I mean? He still got it. I mean, he's okay. He's still sounds just as good as it did 30 years ago. Oh, shit. You know what? I think I'm... My phone just stopped dial. Somebody... 
Oh, okay. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you to Todd Levin for calling in. Mm-hmm. Matt, what I wanted to ask you after the CC uh, voicemail, yeah. uh, she gave you a nickname that I can't believe I never thought of, and Bell that Napster. you haven't used that as your handle. Bell Napster? Bell Napster. Uh, I love it. I feel like I've heard it a couple times over there. You really, you've never said, I feel like you've said it before. There's no way I've said it. I would have thought you did. Well, if I did, again, I, my memory is for shit. So yeah. the Bell Napster. Hmm. I love it. But then it sounds like Napster. That you of know, course, that's what it sounds like. That's point. the whole point. I don't support illegal music downloading. What are you that's talking about? That's how the only way you get your music. <laughs> no, the artists need to be compensated, Jimmy. Gonna be all right. Are you getting strangled, Paul? Up style over there? <laughs> yeah, getting a little choked up from all from no. all the heartfelt messages. Well, it's uh, very very nice. Uh, do are there any more? There are two more. All right, let's let's. Uh, I don't want to. I know we're, it's a long show, but people took the time to call. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to uh, go. Well, we don't have time. Yeah, so let's. Uh, I didn't. I mean, we didn't know. I didn't know how long. I didn't know how long each phone call would take. Of I didn't, so I just kind of uh, threw the net out uh, to as many people as I thought would uh, make sense to. To be involved. So. Congratulations, Matt Belknap and Jimmy Pardo on 1,000 episodes. Yeah, I said that like I was announcing a fact you didn't already know. Uh, guys, congratulations. So amazing. What a feat. Um, I always love being on your show. I uh, am so happy that we've been friends for as many years as we have. Uh, I'm kind of blown away that it's been like 14 now. Jimmy, I will never forget meeting you at MBAR uh, when I had just moved down to LA and uh, immediately we were teasing each other mercilessly and I tasked you with throwing some random word into your set that didn't belong there and you did it um, with style and panache and I don't know what panache means but (laughs) it's something classy people use Uh, you guys are amazing I hope to be on the show soon so that I can be teased some more but Jimmy that still does not mean that you're allowed to call me Jan (laughs) Uh, I thought that was a when it first started, I thought it was a somebody uh, did voice to text, mm-hmm. and it was a computer. Oh, like a robot. Hello, and congratulations <laughs> to Never Not Funny. Uh, that, of course, was the great Janet Varney. And uh, oh, I thought that was Rosie O'Donnell. No, no, no she, no, she said at the end. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't understand the joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. why, well, you still want to? Rosie wouldn't be called Jan. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't, I didn't know why she. Rosie said O'Donnell's that. real name is Jan. Is it Jan O'Donnell? Oh my God! Mm-hmm. What a weird name change for for show business. <laughs> she doesn't like it getting out. Uh, uh, that's very nice. Uh, that's very nice, of course. Uh, one last one. The last one here. All right. Jimmy, what's up? It's April calling you from oh. my now British living room to say congratulations on one thousand episodes. You've talked for one thousand hours. No, nope. that's enough, nope. right? That you've done your part. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how many people are doing bits or how many people are being sincere, but sincerely, I love you. You're the best. Um, I remember the first time we really got to hang out is when we did a festival in Aspen, because I remember we were like the only two people, we only knew each other really. And so we hung out and then I do remember being like, wait a minute, you're really cool. I thought you were going to be a dork, but you're like secretly cool. And you go, Yeah. Would you tell everyone, please? Um, so that was fun. But yeah, you're the best. A thousand Fs, man. You're a pioneer. And I'm glad that you remain friends with me even after I said Duke Samp on one of those 1,000 Fs. Um, you're the best. Keep going. A thousand more. Let's do it. Guinness book. <laughs> still, still wouldn't get there. 2,000 wouldn't get us into the book. Uh, that's the end of those. Yeah. 
Well, very, very nice. Very, Matt, thank you for putting that together. Sure. That was very, very nice of you. That's fine. Uh, and again, I, uh, being a broken record, I am uh, uh, humbled and flattered, yet very fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. On all these people calling. and That's, uh, that's kind of the point, is to make you feel uncomfortable. Well, I'm already uncomfortable in my own skin. Every second I'm awake, every goddamn second, every breath I take, <laughs> I'm watching you. Oh, boy. You understand? I know where Palms is. Oh, dear. Keep it an eye on you, buddy. I didn't realize I was actually being looked at. That's right. Mm. It's you. I see what you're doing in that the familiar. I, I do always feel like somebody's watching me. Oh, boy. We're combining two songs now. Yes, sir. I like that. That's Rockwell. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, who I'm sure Todd's going to go see live soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, listen, that's it, huh? Yeah. Uh, boy, you add in the commercials we're about to do. This episode is uh, a marathon, but that's you know. Yeah. I feel like you you do something special for one thousand. You you stretch it out. I know. Our, I remember our five hundredth episode was very long because uh, we had like uh, Mike was there and Pat and there was some. Was there a third guest too? Was, was that Joe Latrulio? Was that no. live? No, that. Oh wait, that was Joe Latrulio. Oh, I was thinking of the third, the three hundredth. Back when we thought three hundred was impressive. <laughs> So now we're 700 past that. 700 past that. And Joe Rogan just did 300 while we were having that sentence. <laughs> uh, well, thank everybody for calling in and thank everybody for listening. And to you three, my sincere uh, thanks for being part of this. It is truly uh, the thing that I'm most proud of that I've ever done. And I thank you, Matt, for coming to me when you were just this annoying uh, <laughs> audience member mm-hmm. who would sit in the front row with that fucking laugh of yours. <laughs> and uh, no, it was always uh, wonderful to see you and Elise in the audience. And, and when you approached me about doing this, as Mike said, I did not know what it was. And I said, but I'm not going to be left behind mm-hmm. uh, because I don't want to say that sounds stupid. I'm out. And then in two years, Pat Oswald has a podcast and I regret not doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thank you for coming to me mm. and uh, and coming up with this idea. Thanks for doing it. And uh, thanks and, for you made, made, gave me a career, which is great. No, oh, you're welcome. I bought you a house. <laughs> and uh, Elliot, sincerely, I thank you for uh, how you've uh, raised the uh, level of um, production values uh and uh, a very important part of the show so i thank you and, and i thank uh, you right back because much like matt uh i mean i didn't buy me a house but i certainly i have an electric car now i don't know if that's how this is working but <laughs> um, it uh, uh but yes i i greatly appreciate and i've said this i think before but i think it's worth saying at this point uh, i've worked with a lot of people over the years i mistrust most of them uh the <laughs> two of you are the in my view, the most trustworthy people I've ever dealt with. And, and there are very few people that I actually, when you say a thing and I don't agree with you, I go, you know what? Let's see what they want. Because cause I know that you that you think about it in a way that that, uh, that has integrity and that I appreciate. Yeah. Well, and I'm not always right. Matt's not always right. And uh, that's why it's nice to have you weigh in as well. So, uh, yeah. uh, But when you weigh in, of course, it's 45 <laughs> minutes instead of the three that we each take. <laughs> That's the difference. And for and what I'm getting from what you just said is that maybe we're like maybe three to five years away from you just fucking doing it when we ask you. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great. It doesn't, you know, this, hey. this way works too, but yeah. yeah. It's all cool. Uh, but seriously, thank you for all yeah. your hard work and because uh, you do put in a lot of hard work behind the scenes that people are uh, may or may not be aware of. And so I thank you from the bottom of my heart and Garen's here too. Now listen, we appreciate you guys. <laughs> Right. And Garen, of course, this last seven years has uh, been a joy having you here. And uh, I appreciate that uh, each job you've gotten, that you've managed to uh, convince them to let you carve out the time to stay and yeah. be part of this uh, ridiculous it, program. I told you guys when I started, I tell you every time I, I, I can, it's an absolute honor to be sitting here. It's changed my life in ways I never thought it would. So if I talk more, I'll probably break down crying. But <laughs> congratulations to you guys. 
thank you for having me here. Of course. Uh, I'm a different person now than I was when I started. It's I agree with that. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. And, and you're welcome to the children. And of course, the children. We'll get to that, of course, in May. Yeah. Uh, I will never understand why I asked John Hamm if he's available in May. Because <laughs> you were uncomfortable. You didn't know what to say to him. I, you know what? You're not wrong. I was like, he, I, 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 all these phone calls, maybe. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm so appreciative of it. Yeah. But at the same time, it felt weird. Like, hey, we're patting ourselves on the back. But uh, Yeah, I, I thought it would be a sort of a weird uh, vibe because it's different than the normal show. But I also think it's important to sometimes to take a moment to acknowledge that uh, we've done something kind of uh, special and... and uh, you know, let the fans know that uh, we're not just, uh, we, you know, we mostly keep our heads down and work, but uh, you, you reach a, a moment like this and you just say uh, you want to you want to make it special and, and, and say thank you to everybody. So if it's a little uncomfortable, that's OK. Well, for you, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, and of course, as Matt mentioned, the listeners, I thank the listeners for, uh, as I said earlier in the program, I'll say it now. Thank you for all your support over the years. Live shows, Platinum, Players Club primo whatever it was called at any given moment mm-hmm. uh for taking this journey with us and uh you know here we go let's uh 1001 starting next week yeah and uh season 26 right is that what that's gonna be yep and uh it's gonna be great uh right guys yeah <laughs> right? Right, everything's i'm excited we'll, we'll take a we'll take a week to shake off the awkwardness of what we just did here and then uh, we'll come back strong uh it's wonderful uh, so matt thank you sure elliot i thank you garen i thank you guys but i thank everybody that called in yeah and more importantly i thank the uh you guys the listeners for uh for giving us a reason to show up and do this thing so on behalf of the pop culture beast garen cockrell the incorrigible robot elliot hokeberg the honcho matt Beldap, i'm jimmy pardo we'll see you next time on the podcast ak-47 gone not forgotten